It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know. Steve likes the weed. Steve likes the weed. Talk about DMT. The DMT. Hoosier Sophisticated Show. The Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Hoosiers with the dreams. Sophisticated blasphemy. It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free for the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show The Hoosier Sophisticated Close your eyes and take a deep breath. Take a moment to settle into your body. As you rest in this peaceful state, let your mind drift as you listen to my words. Take a moment to think of three clear intentions that you want for your future life. Take another beautiful inhale through the nose and a slow exhale out of the mouth. Be clear on these three intentions as we move throughout this meditation and your mind starts to drift off. Focus on the air and the flow of your breath. Let the flow of your breath rise and fall, noticing any tension in your body and allowing that to melt away. As we start to go deeper into this meditation, focus on your breathing. We're going to take a moment to visualize a beautiful bright light in between your eyebrows, your mind's eye. Allow this beautiful, bright, warm light to expand out, allowing it to grow bigger. Visualize it filling up the room, this beautiful, warm, bright light streaming out of your third eye. Take a moment now to think of those three intentions. Allow them to come in and immerse and lay down into your subconscious mind. Just explore this feeling. Explore these intentions as they start to become clearer for you. Notice what you're experiencing. Allow these intentions to come through this beautiful bright light. Let them embed into your subconscious mind to help you manifest these goals 
into the future your mind has to arrive there first. Allow them to settle deep into your subconscious mind so you are clear in the direction of where you are going. Take a moment now to visualize the feeling of these goals being manifested in your life. Allow yourself to sit in the space. This immense gratitude, these incredible goals are unfolding. Exploring this future, what sensations are coming up? Is your skin tingling as you feel this warm, bright light? When you've basked in the glory of achieving these goals, allow the beautiful, bright light to gently start to come towards the body. And as this warm, bright light is coming back into your third eye, remind yourself that you are empowered to achieve anything in this life. The beautiful, bright light is getting smaller and smaller and now closing over. Just be reassured that these intentions are within you. Take a moment now to take a deep breath and slowly exhale out of your mouth. Feel your feet on the floor. Wiggle your toes. And with a gentle smile, whenever you are ready, open your eyes. Good morning, it's great to be awake. I said good morning, good morning to you and you and you and you. Good morning and morning and morning. Craig hit me in the back of the head. I can't, oh, thank you. I can't be stopped. Mm. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning to everyone out there in Hoosier Sophisticate Nation. Because that's what we call our yeah, fans. That's man. a Hoosier Nation. Who's ready who's out there? Hoosier Nation. Who's ready today? Who's ready to go today? Who's ready to get their ass beat? We got people tailgating outside just screaming, Who's your your nation? Let's go kill those people who talked shit on the Goof Trip movie yesterday. Let's kill them. That's a welcome to your new segment where uh, Steve and I 
um, find idiots with terrible taste. We lambast them. <coughs> and we just let them know. You come at the Goofy movie, you're coming at me personally. It's like coming at my family. All right? It's like coming on my family. It is, actually. It is. It's far more egregious than coming at my family. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Ridiculous. You've got to come on my family by talking about Goofy movie. And I'm just going to say it. Fuck you, pal. All right? So, you seen one? So I'll tell you what, you we're, going to, we're going to, we're going to, you ever seen one of those, bud? You seen one? Uh, we're going to, we're going to, you know, maybe we'll just check in. I don't know that we'll do it every day, but we're, anytime we come up with a movie reference, a deep little cut movie reference, a movie that means something to us, so, uh, something that's a part of our makeup, you know, I got to thinking. Who we are. You, you, you introduced your, your adult wife to, to heavyweights not too long ago. <laughs> You know, she I thought it. everybody's seen heavyweights. I guarantee you, some dickheads. I guarantee you, some dickhead panned that movie. And you know what? That was actually what I was thinking should be our next movie. Heavyweights. Mm. Well, sir, then we'll just let these people know in the third. Hey, uh, clean it. Oh. Oh, we need more cameras. We need more cameras in here because Steve just went down like a sack of rocks trying to run to get a clay. I got that. God damn it. God damn it. Alright. Oh, uh, spend a little bit of money today getting some more cameras in the studio. I gotta be able to I gotta be able to pull that one out of the annuls. I'm so sorry that you guys missed that. Oh man, I ate that, it. I ate it hard. I went down quick. That was a right the the, the right caught it and went under this way. That was tough. That was a tough go. That was a tough go this morning. Uh, what are these freaks doing this morning? What are these uh, freaks? Uh, happy hump day, Hoosiers! Uh, wow, cool flower of life <coughs> segment. Well, thanks, Matt. Yeah. Uh, happy hump day! Good morning, Hoosiers. Kush Coach is in the house. Kush Coach! Apparently, Kush Coach! Apparently he thinks he's still got something to do in this town. Well, he's done in it. <laughs> This town. And this one. Move on to the next town. Morning, fellas. This is Tracy Stevens. Good morning, Craig and Steve. Says Aaron, my favorite hello person of the uh, day. She, she gives the best hellos. One of the best helloers in all of the land. <coughs> yeah, man, that fucked me up falling down like that. You went man. down. Uh, got up quick, though. That's the pro- That's the deal. That's the deal. You can, you get can up go quick. down. There's your, mo- hey, your motivation. Can you, uh, hey, how many times can you get it? You get it. it. It's how many times you can yeah. get hit and it keep coming. It ain't how many times you That's can slip it. on a curtain and fall on your face. <laughs> it's about how many times you can get up. You went down like a sack Those of wet cement, fun. bud. It's not how many times you can get hit. <laughs> it's how many times you can get I, hit. I and, hope, wait, hold on. This is what he says. He's a pervert. It's not how many times you can get hit. It's how many times you can get hit and keep coming. 
<laughs> thank you. That's what he thank said. you. Thank you. Okay. All right. I believe you. Thanks, guys. Uh, you're welcome, Aaron. You give shitty thank yous, but great hellos. Great hellos. Yeah. Your shitty thank yous are need need help. I, I, need help. I would call them pedestrian. Pedestrian thank yous. Pedestrian thank yous. Yeah. I don't need something a little more than that. No doubt. It is hump day, though, guys. You know what that means? Yeah. It means we're humping, it's bud. It's Wednesday. It means we're fucking humping, bud. Oh, is the desktop now on? Shit. It's uh, He's got no no fucking. Sweaty. <clears throat> oh wait, no, it's thirty-five it's degrees. It's a fucking. It it's a it's a cube. Uh, remember, there's a, what was that uh, game of death with Bruce Lee, where he had to fight the guy in the place where they had the ice. It was like a real fight. He didn't know a it. Real one. It was a real fight. They just filmed a fight, and that's what his movies were. Um, no, guys. well, they were filming a movie, and he thought he was filming a fight scene, but a dude showed up for real trying to fight. You know what happened? Bruce fucking. What happened, dude? Bruce fucking gave him the business, dude. We witnessed a murder on screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna murder this man. <coughs> That's proof from the movie Eight, Eight Mile. This morning, bud. Woo, yeah, bud. <coughs> I'm decided. What? I'm just gonna drink full time. Good for you. Yeah, I, it's a good. good it's a you. good look on me. I'm You're a good drunk. drunk. I'm a jovial drunk. I'm a happy drunk. <coughs> So I'm gonna lean into that drunken master fighting style, where I'm just kind of, kind of let, let it all flow to me, and I'm just, just people. <laughs> fucking. I didn't know you were actually gonna fucking walk. Oh, it's got you good, dude. Yeah, that doesn't. But I don't feel it. That's not fucking. <laughs> See, and then I break your arm. I break. Hold on, don't, don't ever put your arm in here. Yeah, don't ever get in the chopper. Don't get in the. Don't get in the fucking chopper, bud. You don't fucking want none of that. Oh, shit. It's like shit. a shear, pal. Damn. Yeah. Sh Paul Shear. It'll shear your arm right off. God, I forgot. <clears throat> Paul Shear is a pretty funny guy. I don't think we're on Periscope today. What? I you know. I'll fight someone right now. Good morning. I got to share this out. I haven't shared it at share all. It, I shared it, bud. Also. Knife Hannah. Also, guys. Thank you. What? <laughs> Uh, because you know this is the this is soon to be the number one morning show. Uh, it's the pre number one morning show. We've had a couple of interesting businesses in the St. Louis area reach out to us. Bud. Hey, bud, have we, we bud? Hi there, hold there, bud. I'm telling you, bud. Oh, I'm all, I'm I'm online. We're we're working something out with uh, SD. I don't know if I should say their name yet. Maybe not yet, because but, it's going to be big. That's probably not going to be that it's big. Not be but, that big. Uh, fucking, but I appreciate that. It's a company I want to do some business with. I yeah. think they're pretty cool. They got great products. Right up our alley. Right up our alley. Right up your alley, everybody. Well, you got that right, Jack. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm, I'm starting Are you? something new today, but Well, you just said you're doing a purely alcohol-based diet. Yeah. <laughs> so is that shred? Well, here, let's, let's <laughs> shred be uh, Let's see. It was 2000 and Two? year of our Lord, 2010, 2011. Okay. Uh, I decided that I was starting over getting my son i was getting into a new life i was and getting my son i was taking my son we were gonna we were running away <laughs> nice dude uh, nice. not a bad play uh, <laughs> and uh not a bad with play. the help of uh of uh, a, a great support network uh yeah i was getting my son uh <laughs> 
I'm having the trouble. You're having a day, bud. I'm having a day, bud. I went on a beer and cigarette diet. Really? Oh, I did, bud. I lost 27 pounds. I never felt so good in my life. You never felt so good? I felt amazing. Light on my feet. Yeah, that's... I was at the fucking... I was at at the pool every day. Just getting a little lubed up. Terrible father. But, you know... But as far as uh, me goes, so I'm just saying, well, the alcohol good. diet has it has some merit, but uh, that's not uh, that's not the uh, the, uh, the 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 diet I'm going to try for. I am, I think I'm. Uh, Let's get swole, bud. I'm going full carnivore, bud, right now. Let's get I'm full doing it. swole. I got to do it with my wife. I got to do it. Okay, I got to do it. So sorry about There's losing w- fucking sixty pounds in the next four months and fucking turning into twisted steel and sex appeal. Sorry about that. Dude, don't apologize to them. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I tried to make it I tried to, to level the playing ground for the rest of you. They tried to help normies. you guys for a long time. I tried time. to give you a long go, but it's over for you motherfuckers. He gave you a head start. Gave you a, about for a years. twelve year head start. <laughs> years of about a head twelve start. year head start. What have you been doing? No doubt. Jack More than shit Zach, off. You've been doing jack shit off. Oh, hey, uh, I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I. Gonna, I, I do. I Periscope love the carnivore. I love the carnivore. Periscope's out. Yeah, that's all right. We'll fix it after today. Sorry if you normally tune oh, on Periscope. Oh man, it hasn't been on. It hasn't been on oh, for five days. Oh, the coach, 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 coach says he'll be holding you to that. Fine, fine. Hold fine. me. Fi- hold me to it, fine. bud. Hold me to it, cause uh, come. February 1, I'm probably going to be about 211 pounds. <laughs> what are you right now, if you don't mind me asking? <clears throat> I'm probably hovering right at 250. Fuck. I'm only fucking a buck 65. I need to get up to like 180. Yeah. I'm trying to get up to you'd like look, You'd fucking look real good at a buck 80, buck Thank 90. Thank you. I got, I got up there once. I got I to like 178, Have 180. Have older shoulders, man? No, no. I was still kind of slight, but just cut in a different okay. way. Okay. You know, like that soccer player Dance. fucking bull? Yeah, just sure. like my thighs carry a sure. lot of the weight. Right sure. here in this area carries a lot of yep. the weight. You know what I mean? Just I do. I carry. Here. I hold a lot of tension here. in my upper I, thigh yeah. area. No doubt. Yeah. I've had to rub it out for you before, 100%. which is crazy yep. and fun and you know fulfilling. <clears throat> so sure. I, I, I just can't gain mass. I don't like food enough, man. I just don't like yeah, food enough. I you need can do to it like with food. supplements, but it's, you know... I've then tried you supplements. Do that whole stupid routine. Totally. And the supplements, yeah. if I drink one in the morning, it means I'm not hungry for a while. Yeah, sure. So I just need to start. You're the one that has pumping, to force yourself pumping. to eat. Yes, I have to. And if I miss a day, here's the I'll gain 10 pounds off of doing the supplements, off of eating cliff bars, and whatever way I can suck calories down my gullet. Then I'll take a day or two off where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to eat that much. My body's like, yep, shrinks yeah. right back yep. into the sandwich. Shrinky dink. Shrinks. You know what I mean? That's what the sound my it's, body it's makes. Just, 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 so you're a shrinker. Yes, I'm a you're shrinker. Shwink, you're a shrinker, bud. It's the yeet and yoink. It's the yoink. Um, it's the yeet. <laughs> I just uh, just to, to fucking just to get these. <laughs> Why? Why today? I just bashed my own kneecap with the fucking edge of the side bud. What fucking mercury and retrograde bud? Nah, we're out of retrograde. Mercury must be in retrograde again. We're up to about 600 comments on that post. I think. Roughly. Um, Buddy, I'm going to tell you this. uh, Just to kind of tease these people a little bit. A lot of people got a kick out of us uh, defending the Goofy movie yesterday. A lot of people. 
Uh, ourselves Good included. Ourselves included. Because you. you're not going to fucking talk about that One movie. of my favorite flicks of all time. You're, you've seen it. It's in your top five of movies you've seen so many times. It, you need about 5,000 calories a day to start putting on yeah, weight. I, I, when I was doing it, I was at three grand. I was trying to hit three grand every day, which was tough. But I can do the carnivore diet. It's so crazy that it's all yeah, changing now. Yeah, that'll keep you super lean, though. No doubt. Yeah. Well, the I, I've always done the carnivore diet. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would eat all Only my meat, meat and a tad bit of vegetables. I've always been a fruit yeah. and meat guy. Yep. Yeah. Just give me fruits and meats. I don't even need. I'll do breads. I'm a big, huge bread guy, but I don't need them. You know, it's, sure. they're just. A, oh, I love. Carbs. They're just something a little bit extra. <laughs> it's very clear. That I love. I mean, I love carbs. Just uh, gotta, I love go. bread. I, I love feel way bread. better when I don't eat them, though. I really do. Like I, I a couple years ago, when I just kind of, oh, I, I went to a very reduced amount of carbs. Like the diet called for 50 uh, grams a day. I was eating like 15 grams of carbs yeah. a day. I lost like, I lost a significant amount of weight, but man, my energy levels. Yeah, what's carbs just that? make me so lethargic. Yeah, you know, and then it's just everything breaks down to sugars. Anything <clears throat> that's a carb is a sugar. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, there's like simple and complex, and mm-hmm. some are better for su- sustaining energy over. <clears throat> and that's a long not for period. everybody, man. Some people bike long distances. Some people, you know, do endurance stuff. They run. They're joggers. Like they gotta have. You gotta have. You gotta carb load. You know. You gotta. You gotta Dude. get it. But. Dude, we, I was in the middle of my no-carb thing when you and I did the first bike ride. It was the most... Oh, that's it was, right. And I drank until 6 in the morning. Yeah, you called me at 4.30 like, getting the tires aired up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep yet. For those of you that don't know, maybe <clears throat> you're from outside of the St. Louis area. Oh. Uh uh, uh, Steve is also his alter ego is famously known as, uh, I don't mean to out you here, but uh, Cucky the Dwarf. And Cucky the Dwarf uh, rallies for the St. Louis Blues uh, all the time and typically attaches some kind of charitable giving to it. So Steve, was uh, he's, he'd been running for the years prior to this. About, what, like a 12-mile 12, 12 job? I did like six the first year and then bumped it to like 11 the next year. And, and then, then <clears throat> you decided you were going to rollerblade. 23, right? Yeah. About right under 23. Yeah. It was like 22 and change, 22.6. Yeah. And for the 22 uh, veterans that uh, commit and, suicide every day. And so we went from, we started at Jefferson Barracks National Cemetery, which is fitting, talking about yep. the veterans who were just there the other day. We had that video with Jones. America, and that, that was awesome. That was touching, man. So you're going to, you're going to rollerblade it. Uh, th- uh, I'm, I'm going to ride, I'm going to ride a bike. I haven't ridden a bike since I was 14 years old. I'm going to ride a bike. The night before, it was actually the day after the Wheezy Cup. I won't forget because it's like one of those days. It's like one of my Super Bowl days. Like it's an all-day drinking. Of those. I got a couple of Super Bowls. <laughs> this is my World Series. Game okay, four. It's better. Game four, you know. Okay, it's not. Uh, <laughs> so game four in a tight series. Yeah, okay. You know? okay. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, I'd been drinking. One, you I'd been drinking all day. I then uh, kicked the party over uh, to our buddy, to our friends, the Wankers' house. I end up, we drink until five in the morning, six in the morning. And I'm like, oh, I'm t- all of them are like, oh man, at least I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm like, I'm biking a marathon tomorrow. <laughs> They're like, what? Like, when's the last time you rode a, the best part is I'm going to ride my kid's bike. 
bad idea. Bad it was a bad idea. idea. Like, it terrible in, idea. In theory, it seemed like it was the worst work idea because it's a. It was kind of a bigger bike. It's got big fat tires. Big old on. fat tires. It's heavy that. as hell. Uh, it's heavy as hell. <laughs> but it took uh, two pedals for me to bang my knees on the handlebars twice, and I'm like, well, we're gonna have to come up with something. The with handlebars different. are right. It's like a low rider bike, so the handlebars yeah. are kind of right. It's a beach cruiser type deal, isn't it? Yep. And he he shattered his knees the first three. Actually, at first he had his legs on like that. And so. you're like, I think I can do this. I'm like, for 22 miles, bud. Boy, that would. Can you imagine the no muscle way. group that that would have worked? All right. Long story short. <laughs> long story you short. You look like a fool. I drank. I was sweating out whiskey. Were, I was sweating out whiskey and natural light. I go. We go back. We get myself uh, uh, you know, a 15 speed trek or something. It's nice. Go back to go back to Wanker's house. He's got a little bike. His wife's got a bike for me to ride. We got any bikes in the area? We put out a call. That's what's great about the Hoosiers too. No man. doubt. No like, doubt. You put out a call like that. Get rollerblades or a bike. Yep. And it's like, no doubt. Done. Handled. Get on it, uh, you're you're a marvel. We we get first off. We've got we've got uh, I got a big old Bluetooth speaker. I tape it up to the bike. We yeah. can start our day with Ott. And oh, we're like, awesome. And you and I we're <laughs> just getting it, but like we're ready to fuck. We're going. We're going Broadway. ride from Jefferson Barracks down the fucking down the 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 the, the Hoosier thoroughfare that is Broadway. We're gonna take it down to where uh, we're gonna we're gonna meet outside of the. Brett Hole statue outside of <clears throat> 14th uh, and Clark. Yeah, 14th and Clark, right outside of where the Blues play. Uh, it's about 11 and change. Mm. 11 miles and change, one way. Then we got to come back. And we got to come back. The idea was people were going to meet us there. Uh, we have a big celebration. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> about. Five miles into this thing, we had these. We had all kinds of ideas. We had, we're a lot of we're idea guys. We yeah, a lot of ideas. ideas. A lot of ideas. One of the ideas was I was gonna tow Steve with a fucking like a a a, 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 a boat rope, a tow rope. Yeah. Uh, not a great idea. Well, someone's. We had someone deliver us a rope. Kevin Miller, shout out to Kevin Miller. We're on Broadway, kind of just cruising. <laughs> Spinning around. I thought I was being abducted by, we by, by cartel yeah, we, we didn't know. We didn't I know. Don't it's know a Lincoln. Why. I don't know what it's they wanted It's a purple me, Lincoln. But that, it's a Lincoln SUV. It's purple. And, and it's spinning around on Broadway. You, cuts of you in a bad part of town. <laughs> yeah, not, not and I'm like, fuck, they're kidnapping me. <laughs> and we're, I'm in little jean shorts yep. and a half shirt. Yep. And Greg's on a bicycle. And we're looking at him like, uh, uh-oh. Gets out, has a rope. Has a now, rope. It bears noting that in this entire ride, for the most part, Broadway is flat, except for like right out the gate, there are two Ooh, yeah. massive hills. There are two massive hills. So right out the gate, whatever. Uh, it's uh, downhill to the city too, pretty much. For the most part. For the most part. As you come out of the uh, of the um, uh, Jefferson Barracks, you come down a pretty good hill, and then you have a oh, yeah, real steep grade. Come down that one, you got one more. And then it's it pretty, pretty much flat. flat. Yeah. Well, I had whatever carbs I did have from the 42 beers I drank the day before uh, were expended in those first two hills. <laughs> so we get up to flat ground. I'm still feeling pretty good, but I'm like, gonna be a long one, yeah. you know? And uh, that was when they brought the tow rope. We tried to do that for a minute, didn't quite work. 
Uh, I ended up towing Craig for a minute. I think you pulled me <laughs> on the bike. We're cruising. Uh, oh, shit. We're cruising down Broadway, and we couldn't believe the kind of time we were making. We made unbelievable we time were scooting down flying, there. Flying, dude. Scooting, dude. You are, go- you are going at a rate on, on rollerblades that ah, if you'd have well, went down, it'd have got you good. Once you get in this yep. zone, dude. Yep. Yep. It's just that's it. Yep. You look like Apollo Anton Ono, dude. That's it. You did. I've, well, I had the bodysuit on. Well, you had the pointy helmet, too. <laughs> Those are and so that, fun. I mean, your aerodynamics. <laughs> and I can only turn like this. Yeah, crossing, crossing over. over. Yeah, that's so cool. Man. I know, dude. They so can skate cool. so fast. It's so cool. Shorten them blades up, uh, though. What are you doing? Anyway, uh, all of the cars. Morning, Papo. All of the Monday. Our mornings are for the Hoosier, Papo. Yeah, I know. I just I, I okay. responded appropriately, okay. Papos. Okay, Papos. Uh, good morning. Look at look at all the, all these people. Just everybody talking. loves to say good morning. Steve's a fruit. All right, Kushko, Kushko. Is that? I you. was I was wondering if that's I become okay. derogatory. Now. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know because I, I, I said it the other day. I'm like, you fruit, and I was like, but I mean, it, I guess Ooh, that didn't feel your, good. I guess it depends on what you're intending. I would just that. call them a. Uh, an idiot yeah. just like you know like just yeah, put in little, whatever we're about, a little fruity right like, <laughs> i mean obviously it means like you're a little girly and now we're way past that point yeah. we're living in the generation where yeah Ellen it Page was is now you Elliot play g- ball like a girl yeah ladybugs totally it was all this kind of like hey man we can kind of have fun but now it's kind of swayed in the opposite yeah. direction where you can't do anything did you yeah. see that girl play football against mizzou yeah, I did. Did you? I did. She 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 kicked the swim kick. Like, I, what do you want me to do? You want me to throw you a fucking? What do you want me to do? <laughs> Doug Vaughn got blasted on Twitter. I goes, <laughs> she kicked the swim. I mean, it's great. It's fine. It's fine. I I I, I'll, I mean, I'm not gonna fucking. I don't. It doesn't make me feel better to belittle her accomplishment. It's just that her accomplishment <laughs> wasn't fucking that any, much of an no, accomplishment. It wasn't. Any, it was no. all the fuck. Whatever. It was a publicity. It's stunt. fine. It's Vanderbilt. It's what they're supposed to do. They're the fucking smart kids. Do do something. Like fuck. I don't Listen. Know. The day I see a chick line up at outside linebacker and lights like, uh, and light somebody yeah, up no i'm i'm down because i think it could happen there was a there was a taiwanese female boxer that they brought on uh maybe a kickboxer that they brought on uh, jackass one time do you remember that mm-hmm. she had like a little bob cut mm-hmm. and, and it was one of the a, most yoked out chicks i've ever seen in my life she Stomach kicked Ryan Dunn, oh, dude, maybe. What's her name? Uh, Nunez or whatever in the UFC. Like she, she'll wreck many a men. Yeah, that's what I'm she saying. Will like wreck, there are <laughs> there are women that are fighting in the UFC that would just fucking murk most of us. Yeah, like I'm not. That's not that's not what we're talking. Yeah, about. no, no, no. I yeah. am. I am. Uh, I don't like the whole thing. Like, look. We're doing something for women right now. Yeah, we're Vanderbilt. Yeah, patronizing that's what I is the word. Like about and it. here's the thing. Uh, I love Manon Rayom, one of my favorite players of you're, all time. You're, you're going to be hard-pressed to tell me that there wasn't a, a fucking fullback on the men's team that can kick a ball further than fucking, uh, you know, this chick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I'm a fucking saying it. <laughs> the fucking U.S. women's soccer team gets beat by high school boys regularly. Like, let's not. That let's was not tough. Fucking, That's tough. Let's not. I, uh, uh, <laughs> I I'm not trying to make enemies here, but like, let's not fucking suck each other's dicks yeah. over a squib kick. Fuck. We got 47% women in the group. It's fine. 
I think they're all on board too. It's fine. They know who I am. Have you ever seen the women who get interviewed for? Uh, and this is kind of a fascinating thing to me. Whenever it's like a presidential debate, and they'll say, "Hey, or uh, election," and they'll say, "What do you think about you know Trump or Biden or Obama or fill in the fucking blank?" And they're like, or Hillary or something, and they'll say, I'm just not sure a woman's ready to be president oh, yet. And it's a woman saying that. I'm like, what happened to you? That you don't have enough belief in yourself and you're fucking like, what happened to you? I actually think we should probably go through it uh, where we are exclusively being led by the feminine for a little while. Unfortunately, Dude. we don't let hyper-masculine females fucking run this thing. Like, I would love to have sacred feminine energy just run the ship for, for a little sure. while. For well, sure. You guys tell us what the thing is we need to do, and let's go and protect those ideas. But once a the month, they're going to start a world what? war. Get once a month. We're going to nuke each other. Oh, my there, God. <laughs> there was, some, oh, there was some study that... Uh, women who like trade on Wall Street and women who run banks have a tendency to be a lot more logical when it comes to running these things because a lot of uh, traders and bankers, when they're watching the stock market and actively trading, it becomes a testosterone boost. Yep. So it becomes these risky plays that you're like, oh, you want to butt antlers, bud? You want to butt antlers? <laughs> okay. I mean, Doc. Uh, I do. I do. Um, yeah. So, and they said women will look at these more logically, uh, you know, and say, oh, wait, I don't have to fucking put my dick on the table right now. Yep. I'll put my clitties and titties out there, though. I'll do that much. <laughs> clitties and titties. I like that. I've had my ass kicked my, by a female Muay Thai instructor. She was 165. And 5'7". I fight at 175 and 6'4". That sounds like a humble brag to me. If I'm... <laughs> humble brag? If I'm putting it out Listen, there. Listen, I'm 6'4". I'm going to find a way to tell you. I'm 6'4". Six built like Adonis. Uh, grow great know. trees. Uh, I have a fucking silent killing machine. Okay. Well, you uh, know what's funny? Because I, too, uh, am 5'7", 165. Coach, so guess what? Who's going to slap that ass, pal? Slap that ass up on the floor. Slap that ass with me some more. Slap that ass with me some Slap that ass I've been on a real A-Cat. St. Louis's own. No, he's from like Port-au-Prince or something weird. He lived in St. Louis. He lived in St. Louis until he was seven, and then he moved away to like Senegal, and then he came back to uh, uh, Senegal, and then he came back to uh, New Jersey. Farty McFarty. He's like from the Florissant area. For <laughs> real? Yeah, bud. Yeah. Why doesn't he ever say what's up, STL? When, uh, have you been? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you been here? <laughs> Although Akon, like, Akon has like single-handedly like put a power grid in all of Africa. He's amazing. Dude. He's put an infrastructure in there. So Akon, maybe don't forget where you came from because yeah. we, we could use a power grid. We could use a, a couple things out there. He's like, yeah, you know, slap that ass. Okay. Beat uh, the shit out of me. What was, what was his other song? That was uh, the one with Eminem. Well, he did one with, with – uh, fucking Gwen Stefani. No, I'm talking about the one that he does by himself that's like his big hit. I just played it at the at the Spanish Society. I played it for Jen too. Akon and Young Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> How to take it easy. 
right uh, now. Na 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 na. No. What what are all those? You gotta look up. Dude, the, the, come on, you gotta guys. look up Acon two thousand five. Yeah, dude, come on, bud. You don't know what your Acon. Two thousand four. There we go. I'll figure it out. Mm. Acon doesn't matter. Don't matter. It it don't matter. No, no. <laughs> Everybody wanna see it together, together, but it don't matter, no. That's what people do. I you. You, you. <laughs> that song is fucking a jam. It's dude. a real banger, bro. Everyone listen to Akon. Don't matter. Okay, and right after you're done with that, listen to Rednecker. You were singing Rednecker the other day, weren't you? Fucking every my truck's louder than your truck, and I got a bigger bucking bass on my wall. Those are the fucking greatest lyrics of all yeah, time. Because yeah. it's a real song. That's a real song. Know, a bigger buck and bass on my wall. When I fucking, I can't listen to it in St. Louis. Hard. It's you hard. You can't listen to it it's hard. anywhere but in if I If I get about 45 minutes outside Did you of play it, my brother-in-law shit his pants. He was so happy. My brother-in-law at the at the Spanish side, Timmy. Oh, uh, you played that, and he's like, "Really, really? Yes, dude, I love Timmy. Timmy's the best. I love Timmy I love so much. He likes that song. I, yes. well, yeah, he lives that life. He does. His truck is bigger than yours. You know, like my truck's louder than your truck, and I got a bigger fucking bathroom by a wall. Who Just is that? Who, who fucking sings that? It's like a he's a, uh, he Hardy Hardy. He looks hardy. He looks too like to be like a hipster country artist, which is an interesting song. Thing. Rednecker, a song by Hardy. Like he I'm doesn't red, look. I'm rednecker than you. I'm rednecker than you. I'm rednecker than you. If you look at him, he doesn't really look like a redneck either, which well, is kind of most of the rednecks that I know um, look like. Yeah. I don't know what a redneck yeah, really looks I just, like. I just want red. I just want Hardy's life. That's really all it boils down to. Oh, dude, and uh, we were getting down because I was trying to think. I love looking up old songs and kind of like reliving the moments of the time. And man, if there wasn't two bigger songs, I was supposed to go to this party, and we we're pre-partying. I like this. that question, Coach. Coach, we'll play with that. Your top five favorite songs, okay? Um, but we uh, were. Going to this party, it was like somebody's birthday party, and everyone's getting ready to get on this bus. And uh, so I had two songs that I played on fucking repeat where I got so drunk that I just played them back and forth for a period of like an hour before people are like, dude, we gotta go, we're gonna leave you here, dude. So this is 02, 03, my first year of college. I'm really feeling my oats here. And the two <coughs> songs were, and this song is still fucking great. It is. The remake to Ignition, hiding fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body, got every man in here wishing. I'm sipping on coke and rum. I'm like, so what, I'm drunk. It's a freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to pee on some minors. That's what, so I played those songs for my kids. And they're like, oh, I like this song. This song's like an 8 out of 10. I always tell them to give me a rating. And I'm like, oh, good call. He peed on minors. Good job. Good job. You like that? <laughs> totally. Like, you, know, you like that song? Well, you're a pervert. Good job. Yep, good job. And they're both like, Jesus. They, had, they, they didn't understand it. You know, I'm trying to explain. I'm like, eh, it's kind of mm. kind of a whole deal. Sure. Some people like to be peed on. Sure. And they're just like, 
what? Yep. And it was a, I think it was like 14 year old. So like Oliver's mm -hmm. 10 and he's trying sure. to like put this all together that, sure. so he's got a, he's scared of R. Kelly now. He's having R. That's Kelly funny. nightmares. <laughs> and he's like, dad, I'm being pissed on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, your kid. Yeah, that's, that's not good. So the first time <laughs> everyone hears that song in the dorm. Stretch Navigator, everybody was here, like the party was catered, I'm on the two-two. Let me get that beep-beep. That was the shit, dude. That's what it did. All right. I, uh, then, can I give you the yes. other song? Yes. This one's not as good. I don't think it holds up as good. But I was obsessed with it. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bub, mama, I got what you need if you need a bit of it. It that sex ain't in the make a look. Come give me a hug. Okay. I was just living that life at the time. It, it was killed the weekend. me. It was the freaking weekend. Killed me dead. It killed me dead every time I heard uh, 50 Cent. I wanted the fucking. I, I just. You did I, not like I, that song. I, it was. It's fine. Club. It's fine. It's fine. Find me in the club. Bottle, bottle full of bub. Mama, I got what you need. If you in, they're Mama, taking drugs. It's something about if you in there taking X. Drugs, the real version says. I ain't in there making love. Yeah. So come give me a hug. Yeah. I got that X. If you didn't, because I only listened to the clean version, obviously. Uh, the one that I remember, I, I remember, I got broken one time with the song. Give me that poo poo. Uh, Let me get that pee pee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I remember uh, when I had kind of worked my way into being a salesman after building limos for a while. Uh, my the, the sales manager at the time. I, I saw my way in. This is one of the things that I'm really proud of as far as like setting my mind to, to something that was kind of out of reach and making and, 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 and making it happen within the course of like a year, year and a half. I had a whole plan. I followed the fucking plan and it fucking worked. It got me out of this twelve dollar an hour job. I taught you a lot of it's great. Good valuable lessons. Great. I it got you here. Got me a lot of a lot of a lot of good times. Why didn't you keep times. doing that? I didn't want to sell limos anymore. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, oh, because goal. when I got there, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I did it once. I, I can say I did it. That's all that matters. You proved that system works. Yeah, I proved the system works, but I'm not going to, like, go through the effort of doing it all the time. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I found a, found a way to make my life better. <laughs> so, uh, the guy that was the, the sales manager that could potentially even start this conversation with the owner that could eventually lead to me having this job that pays literally 10 times <clears throat> what I'm making now. $120 an hour? Sometimes. Shit, there were days I made $20,000 in a day. Like, any, whatever. So You made $20,000 in a there day? There were three different days where I made over $15,000. What are you doing? I was the worst. I hated myself. I don't care. I hate Hated myself. You couldn't nest egg some of that shit away. Oh, no, I put most of it up my face. I've told you this. I know. I didn't realize how much fun you had. Oh, I had fun. God damn, you had some fun. So, uh, got some story. Got some stories out of it, man. Uh, anyhow, it's fueling the show. Fueling. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, why that's you did all it. We got. Uh, so, <clears throat> I noticed that the guy he always wore. Uh, this is in Springfield. He always wore a like a Cardinals jacket as he would walk through kind of the whole plant. And I'm like, there's my in. This guy likes the Cardinals. I can Fuck. fucking I can talk some fucking I can talk that oh, Cardinals yeah. sass, you're especially fucking, at that time. I'm playing fucking. like it's I there is always baseball on 
in my life. Like, there's, if it ain't on the radio, it's on a TV near me. I know what's going on. Yeah. I know what fucking Luis Alisay is. Coo- he's coaching in the in the farm. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> he's got a, got some real promising talent coming up with the Toledo Mud Hens. Uh, anyway, so uh, I see that he this guy's you know into the Cardinals. So I'm like, oh fuck yeah. So I start just kind of bullshitting with him. Little little fucking deals here and there. And this is right around the time. Uh, let's see. Landon. It was right around 06. Right around the time we won the World Series round. There's when I kind of start this conversation. It's a good time to be a Cardinal fan. Uh, so, I, you know, after like a week of just kind of bullshitting with this guy, we get along. We get along real great. All of a sudden he comes out. He's like, hey, kid, don't tell anybody. Uh you're playing hooky on Thursday. And I'm like, I am. He's like, yeah, meet me at the Holiday Inn at 7 a.m. Thursday morning. I'm like, okay. He's like, we're going we're gonna to take a limo. We're going to go up to fucking St. Louis. We're going to have a real good time. This is all tying into, just so I don't get lost, this is all tying into your song that you're playing over and over. <clears throat> so uh, meet him there. We got a stretch Hummer waiting for us. And it's like just a group of... You get what do you get? Ten miles a gallon on that? Try seven. Yeah, try seven, bud. Yeah, easily. Uh, Two hundred inch stretch. This is a big old fucking Hummer, man. Uh, Thirty fucking five foot Hummer. Uh, so that's not excessive. <laughs> yeah. So we pile in like fucking sixteen people into this car, right? And we, are, I think, you know, statute of limitations or whatever. Fuck you. Anyway, so like uh, we we get in the car and. <clears throat> Uh, we're at like uh, actually really close to our friend uh, uh, Ashley Markham's dispensary, old sixties, old mm. Route sixty six. Not where we were at, but our other one at Glenstone and forty four. So we're right mm. there uh, for our Springfield people, so they can kind of get a frame of reference. I'm right on the highway, pretty much. Uh, by the time I get to Marshfield, which is about thirty minutes away, I've already uh, partaken and smoking like nine joints, mm. uh, and I'm about four beers deep. I'm about mm. 30 minutes from, from, from home. Somebody tosses me a little fucking chocolate. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, chocolate, cool, rock and roll. Like, did you think it was edible, or did you not even think yeah, of anything? I didn't think of it. I'm yeah, fucking you're drunk. at that we're point. Just, we're yeah. just consuming. I bite into it. It's chocked full of fucking mushrooms. And I'm like, whoop. <laughs> it's like a Rice Krispie thing in the middle. You can see me like, those are mushrooms. Whoops. The like crunch bar. Yes, exactly. <laughs> mushrooms. So uh, it also bears noting that uh, leading up to that, I don't remember what happened, but uh, this this is like I this is my day to shine. But I can't remember what we were doing like the night, the couple nights leading up to it. But I had no voice, and I mean no voice. So I couldn't like I was I mean talking like I was talking like <laughs> your body, your body's talking. Body talk. I thought it was on the other side of the wall. <laughs> So, holy shit, I did. I thought someone was so scratching. Like, I'm trying to fucking, I'm trying to get words out, but I can't, I can't talk to anybody. Oh my God. But I'm fucking, I'm still having a good time. We're packed. We got, we got most, there's like probably five or six gals my age. Oh. Uh, every, all the dudes are pretty much older than me. This is, this is a real good spot Ooh. for me. It's a real good spot, except I don't have a voice, so I I'm kind of I'm That's rendered a little, I'm rendered a little useless here, and now, that would do wonders for me to shut I'm your mouth. I'm a lot better for me. These guy, this one gal, 
played T.I. You could have whatever you like. I said you could have whatever you like. That's home, baby. Cold on ice. Baby, bottles all night. Baby, you could have whatever you like. 112 times that song played. I, and I've got no way to voice the torture that I'm going through. I'm just like. Uh, there's also like you know whatever we're passing fucking uh, that uh, that was the point was that was the song that like okay. broke that was the song that got played over and that's over. a good song not great 112 tune. songs great tune 112 times let's just I not can't remember that. what the other tune was it might have been 50 Cent but there were just back and forth boom 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 I'm in the throes of a mushroom trip that I did oh, not no. did not know was happening. Luckily, this guy that sells high-end Mercedes or something at a different lot had the greatest cocaine that ever existed. And so I'm like, they're like passing around. I'm like, oh, that'll probably pull me out. That'll probably pull me out. So now I'm just on a cocktail of chemicals. Gonzo. <clears throat> Total gonzo with people that I'm kind of trying to impress you know, yeah, but also, <laughs> I think this is how you impress them. <laughs> like at the time, like I'm gonna really impress yeah, these guys. You can have whatever you like. Fuck, I dude, I was such an asshole. Anyway, uh, uh, you're probably like, yeah, baby. You know, if you. Uh, Date me, you can have whatever you yeah. like too. You're actually uh, better off with any one of these sugar daddies in here. I just turn wrenches. Uh, but I turn but, wrenches. But one too. day though, <laughs> one day you can have whatever you like. One day, one day, one day you can have whatever you like. One day, one day I'm gonna fucking be selling, you know, luxury cars and doing yak with fucking uh, the young children. And, and so and what happened? Day. How many so, of the chicks did you bone up? Well, the day was it was an ex- it was a, it was a marathon. So and the dudes as we get up there, uh, what were you doing? We were going to a cardinal game, day game. Oh, it's day game, okay. day game, businessman special, Steve. Oh, Joey, Joey hates those. Don't you hate those. Uh, I mean, I was I was kidding. We're around going hard, man. I'm having a fucking blast, but I'm like I'm also caught in this prison of silence that I can't like really fucking Fuck. partake in it, which. <laughs> it's real tough for me to not be heard, bud. You get it. Uh, and so, that's why we do this. Uh, and, uh, this is the reason why you've done this. This is all what this is about. This is so we can get the poison out. Wait until you hear what kind of fucking tomatoes heavyweights got. Oh, I got it pulled up. You were not, you were going to be none too, please. Uh, so, we, uh, we get to the, we get to downtown St. Louis. Uh, limo, like it's, you know, it's a traffic jam right there at like Washington where the arch is all that. We're going to get off right there. I have to shit worse. <laughs> I have to have a shit. Oh, I've had a mushroom shit worse than anybody's had to have. A the shit. mushrooms aren't working if I'm not pooping. I'm also on a copious amount of incredibly good. And once you get, yeah, at this point. yeah. So, baby laxative probably too a little bit. Maybe, but this was. This Maybe, was, baby. This was, some pretty, this was some pretty real deal schmeeze here. Yeah, bud. you're in a stretch Hummer. You're probably, uh, that's where the... The guys that I'm partying with, they that's do real this on schmeeze. purpose. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's people that kind of do it, and then there's uh, guys that, like, they do it, you know? Yeah. These guys do it. So, 
I get down and like now I'm with this huge group. We're walking as a group to the ball game where, you know, Tom has like all the tickets, my my sales manager. He's got all the tickets. And you're fucking And we're I, I'm gone. I'm gone and I got a turtle head poking. Oh and so no. I'm like Oh, man, I can't tell this whole group to wait outside while I take a shit. What am I going to do, man? I don't. I can't make it to the stadium. I cannot make it to the stadium. There is absolutely no way I can do that. And I don't remember, I'm, I don't remember what downtown bar it was. But I remember we were walking, and I'm like at the front of the front of the fucking pack. I'm at the front of the pack, fucking walking like a penguin. Oh shit! And they're all talking like, and as as like their their attention is kind of elsewhere, they're all laughing, walking through the cavernous downtown streets of St. Louis. I just kind of slip into this bar. I go straight back to the bathroom, which I'm sure is pristine. Not great. Not awful, though. Not okay, awful. good. Not awful. Because on Cardinal day, day, at the yeah, end of a no, game this day. This is early. This is, before the, this is before the game started. So that's what's nice about it. I'm getting in and out. Places are yeah. packed. Uh, I walk straight back to this thing. And I go in to do work. Like, I, 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 got, <laughs> I can't lose the group. Like, I don't even think I have You're not cell, getting, I don't even yeah, think I have your a cell, cell phone, phone. Yeah. You know? So I like I, I, you have to poop I in a public work, restroom. I go back. I'm hovering on mushrooms. I like yes, and I and and not lose my group. Who doesn't? Who I did not tell that I was going in here because I've got poop shame. <laughs> hey guys, I'm not going to poop. I, prom- I promise I'm not pooping. <laughs> Pooping's gross. I don't do it. I don't do pooping. I don't poop. Uh. So, I run in there. I don't know how I do it, but yeah. I manage to just like flush it out and like I handle my business. I get up out of there and like they're rounding the corner as I'm coming back out of the restaurant. Fastest shit's ever been taken. Damn. Someone put me on a clock. This was Damn. Olympic speed shitting. <clears throat> run around, end up going to the ball game. I, <laughs> Meanwhile, you're smeared in shit. I don't even realize I'm tripping. I, I thought I wiped. <laughs> You actually haven't even went into the bathroom. You're still just sitting there shitting your pants (laughs) in front of everyone. Just not breaking eye contact. It's a real power move. I'll show you how good I am at this job. I'm going to make you still like me after shitting my pants. Shit your pants if you love the Cardinals. Uh, So shit your your pants for the Redbirds. People would do it. Uh, People I in St. Louis would do would. it. I know plenty that would. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so whatever, we go to the game. I don't even remember what happens at the game. Uh, Cardinals was, win seven yeah, three. Uh, well, I do remember like from a lot of <laughs> oh, this one. Geez. I don't just because of yeah, yeah. because I wonder why because of the chemical cocktail. All I do remember was is like all I do remember was is like my. Uh, my pretty unassuming uh, uh, sales manager, who was always a good time, uh, he was just the kind of dude that just did whatever the fuck he wanted. He's like, hey, listen, kid, if you just fucking do things uh, like, you, like you've been doing it all along, like you're supposed to be here, no one's going to question you. Dude, he was the king of that shit. My really buddy's was. dad was that guy. 
would do experiments all the time yeah. with like the movies. He'd just walk in. He yeah. goes, watch, they will not ask me for a ticket if I walk in like I fucking yeah. own the 100%. place. 100%. And it this would is work. This type of dude he was. Uh, overall, pretty good, but also a little mischievous from time to time. And like, so like when we get to our seats, and we're like, you know, uh, field box, like they're nice seats, you know, field box, third base side. And he's just like, he is lounged out. Mind you, we're all fucked up. He is lounged out on the seats, and this guy's like, uh, like his arms pretty much on this dude <laughs> behind him, fucking legs. <laughs> and I, I remember this because I'm crying, you know. <clears throat> and this guy's like, uh, excuse me, uh, do you mind? And I just remember my buddy, who's also Brian, my sales manager, looking back at me like, you want a black eye? <laughs> you want a black eye? <laughs> That's the only thing I remember from this game. How weird. How weird. I just remember him saying that. And I was like, like sometimes oh, you got to threaten okay. a motherfucker with a black eye. Okay. <laughs> the guy didn't even know what to say to that. What do you say? No. Yes. Yeah, I love a black eye. <laughs> Here it is. He fucking pokes a minute. Just Turtle head after all this talk. <laughs> <laughs> Poke him in the three stooges. <laughs> Except he's on so, mushroom, his eye grabs the guy. This was, it, it, was, it wasn't until years later that people uh, made me aware of my privilege, right? Because uh, it was after this, I remember we were walking down the street and he's just lighting joints and handing them to us. This is 2006, 2007. We're walking through downtown. We go over to the Millennium, which is still open. Millennium Hotel. We're laying in the front waiting for the limo to come pick us back up. And th- these people are all just blowing rails in the fucking lawn of the Millennium Hotel. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like looking around. I'm like, who's, who's rails and can I get a piece of them too? <laughs> <laughs> Let me at them. I'll blow them so good. Everyone's blowing rails. Is that like Lenny Dykstra and nails? So good, man. Nails and rails. Rails has got it good. People are just lining up to blow them. Fuck it. He's got it pretty good. Uh, uh, seen a lot of fresh names in the live feed. Tight Cheeks. Uh, GM. Make that movie. Steve, you can be Dr. Gonzo. Steve's the one that's cussing me for being Dr. Gonzo half the time, I think. Yeah. For just being a weirdo in public. Uh, anyway, taking copious amounts of ridiculousness. No, you're good at it. You're good at it. So... We jump in the car. <laughs> You're good at it. And it's like, I don't know, it's a day game, so it's like 4 o'clock, 4.30. You do what you naturally got to do. You you go east, right? So now oh, we've got fuck. now we've got this whole ragtag oh, crew of fuck. misfits rolling up on PTs at the time. Uh, and this was, oh, man. He's By Pops and shit. Yep, the, yep. We're uh, over on, we're over now on it's the, uh, it's the Country, country Rock Cabaret. cabaret. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hilarious, yep. dude. Uh, <laughs> and, we, you know, maybe we'll make some time for Penthouse, too. I don't know. So we go over there. Penthouse and, classy. Yeah, I, I know. It's the classier of the joints. Yeah. 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 I know. <laughs> I've licked their toilet seats, but I know whose is better. I, uh. I got, I got shamed by a bathroom attendant in uh, penthouse. Oh time. yeah, we all have. He's like, "Go do your fucking drugs outside." And I'm like, "All right, man. Fuck, I, I don't know, it's like a safe place here. Fuck, I'm sorry. Fuck. Here's a tip. Get out. Fuck. I'm sorry. Man. Uh, Give me a fucking break. Um, I never tip them. 
You don't tip bathroom attendants? Fuck no. Oh, Not unless he's wiping my asshole. No, I'm kidding. I tipped him. <laughs> yeah. But by do. the end of the night, when you got like seven bucks left, you're like, yeah, you're like that's either for you or her, but uh, I'm going to take a nipple across my eyeball. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you got that black eye. Butterfly kissing a nipple. <laughs> Butterfly kisses. Uh, so we're over there. We are, uh, <laughs> we're going really hard. This story has no fucking point, but we're going really hard. And I remember none of our we didn't do. we didn't get we didn't get uh, uh, on the road until late. We we're heading back to Springfield. This day started at seven a.m. We're probably not heading back to Springfield until we don't probably don't get on the road till ten thirty eleven o'clock at night. So it's it's getting pretty late. We've been pretty steadily drinking and do you have partying. shit to do the next day? I mean, it's Friday. I'm okay. I, uh, yeah, I need to go in. It's a uh, Friday day game. It was a th- it was a Thursday day game. Oh, so, okay. So yeah. Gotcha. So we were fr- next day was Friday. So gotcha. anyway, I remember we fucking getting that fucking limo after this whole day, and this fucking broad puts on Ti. No. And I'm like, hon. No. You kill. You fucking. You fucking killing me, kid. We've done this for fourteen fucking hours. <laughs> She's like, you don't like it? And I'm like, I used to love it. I used to love it. You've broken me. So I'm laying in the back of this, uh, what we would call the VIP area of of a stretch hummer, kind of the back little J seat in the far back of it. I'm lying down, and then there's, there's two staggered seats. There's one on the left side of the car. There's another right one on the car. There's a J seat here that runs down the right side. And everybody's kind of just finding places to lay down. It's big enough that we can all kind of lay out. And I'm kind of propped up along this J seat in the back. And I'm not <clears throat> I'm not so tired that I can sleep. But a lot of these people are fucking wasted. They're trying to catch a little nap. <laughs> and I see this gal. I see this gal, Stephanie. Wow. She sits up. Her friend is laying on the floor next to the seat and she is laying on the seat just above her and I see this gal sit up everybody's sleeping and I see her fucking sit up and she's not looking so hot man no and she turns on her friend's head and just starts slowly but like assertively vomiting all over her friend's head her friend is so drunk she's just kind of sleeping through this she's so drunk she doesn't realize she's puking on her friend's head i'm the only one awake sitting in the back looking at the gal who broke me with fucking ti get fucking yacked on for a solid 45 to 50 seconds straight and you're just like... And I am beating <laughs> off furiously. <laughs> this ought to help you slip. That ought to help you slip. Uh, there's no real point. Uh, what happened? Uh, so I'm just kind of... Because it is interesting. Some girls are like... I, when they puke. I'm I don't know of, how they do I'm it. I'm kind of pretending that... Uh, I thought it hurt someone. I'm kind of pretending that I I didn't hear. Uh, 
Nothing. I'm kind of pretending that I didn't hear anything. Uh, also, kind of uh, uh, breathing in, or, or just uh, just really soaking in the the sweet, sweet karmic uh, payout that was what happens to the person that plays the same songs 25 times in a row. To you can I'm, have whatever you I'm, want. I'm going to sweet dreams land. You can have whatever. As the DJ gets puked on. And uh, when the, we the, get, it had when to we, stink. When we get back. Oh, it was about a minute or two later that everybody starts. And I am just, I'm in that spot. I'm in that spot where. I'm on the backside of a trip. I have had a good drunk on all day. Pretty stony. Feeling pretty good. Not quite asleep. Just the observer in the shadows. And I am watching pandemonium unfold as they finally realize what has happened. She's sleeping like a fucking... Like a little cherub. She's just... She's just so comfy. She's fucking got all the poison out of her. The one, the the one girl wakes up. DJ, the DJ wakes up and she's like, matted. realizing that her hair is it's like matted. matted with vomit. Oh, the guy gosh. that's lying kind of at the uh, other end, uh, <laughs> like right by her, he's like he's catching whiffs now. So now he's like kind of wretched. <laughs> 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 and this and chick's like, oh my god, it's in my I, eyes, in my mouth. I am in the shadows like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I should have been on that. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a pretty good Jack. And uh, the next day I had a job offer. I fucking held my own, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, man. Good job, dude. <laughs> We're late for a break. Well, let's do it then, pal. That was I've never heard that. I one. can't believe I haven't told you that story. There's a there's a little more to it. That was the condensed version, but uh, that's yeah. You got all the all the important stuff. Someone puking on someone's fucking head, but I remember running into those. Uh, those oh, gals that had a few different yeah gatherings and get-togethers. These were the type of gals that like drank GHB for fun. Like they brought the. They brought the fucking two liter of GHB to the party. I'm like, well, I'm gonna anything that kind of goes by the date rape drug. Yeah, I'm what just gonna the? pass on it. Like, I, you know, I, I don't for know, real, I'm, I'm not judging you. Oh yeah, that was their recreational drug. Dude, a lot of people use GHB recreationally in like the club scene and everything else. If you do a cat full, uh, I, I'm not. I don't shouldn't tell you, but like, there's a yeah. Apparently, like it's a really fun drunk high. I don't know. Do not you drink me. with it too? Typically, I don't think you should, but or is that the deal? I think that's that's what you're on. Really, I have never met anyone on, on purpose. Yeah, like on purpose. that told me not for me about it. Huh? Interesting. Commercials. We got them. They're hey, our sponsors. We support love, our sponsors. We love our sponsors. But I think when we come back, we're going to take a little shot of Native Ham. We got uh, Kush Coach is asking us about our top five songs. Yeah, let's do let's that. Do that. That's going to be a tough one, but I'm sure I can dig up five songs I love. I got a small business thing, uh, too. I put a little post on the page. I want to nice. shout them out. We and we also we kind of had a pretty cool idea yesterday that maybe we should float out there just yeah. to see if there's any uh, any interest in the Hoosiers maybe for the holidays, COVID holidays. We're just trying to maybe help them. We've got a little product maybe you guys might be interested in. We'll it? talk to you on the break. And then uh, – <sighs> We're gonna go to Rotten Tomatoes to oh, see I can't wait to for this see shit. what fucking you are not gonna believe. 
No. What the score is on heavyweights, bud? 93, 94? <clears throat> 95? I would think. I would think, bud. What, You're, 100? Did it get gonna, a perfect 100? We'll, we'll, we'll get into that maybe probably in the third hour at the end of the next hour. Uh, because if their taste in movies wasn't exposed with the Goofy movie, we're going to find out a lot about them with heavyweights. Guys, this is the Hoosiers Fiscus Show. These are our sponsors. Spend a couple bucks with them if you can. Uh, we love you, and we'll see you on the other side. Welcome back, hour two, Who's Fiscal Morning Show. Uh, Five hundred and seventy comments. First hour, let them know, bud. It's the Hillbigs Weenie. Hillbigs Weiner presents the No Yeet Hour. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Our buddy, the Goose Coach. Yeah. Oh, I got. Listen, Coach Coach, you guys are talking about, you know, fear and loathing, shooting a movie. I've got <laughs> – my day selling limos have a few fear and loathing. Uh, I could I could tie together a pretty good little fear and loathing story. And I'll tell you what, a lot of those guys were always bestowing wisdom on me. That same dude, Tom, that I was with, you know, I remember being in Atlantic City all fucking wound up, Taj Mahal, all wound up, haven't slept for, you know, a couple days, gambling – getting after it, drinking around the clock, smoking weed, having a good time. And I remember I was <clears throat> I was going to uh, go to a party with some some people that owned this limo company from, like, Louisville. They were all going out. It was, like, 2 in the morning. We were going to get in the cab. And, like, as I'm walking out, my, uh, uh, my sales manager is, like, coming back to the hotel. He's getting out of a cab, and he's like, he goes, kid, you can go have some fun. He's like, but I want you to know something. And you just, you know, and everybody's been told this, but, like, nothing good happens from you getting in a cab to go out at 2 in the morning. Just, just like, remember that. Are you that. sure all the best shit that's I'm ever like, happened I'm in my life? I'm not so sure, bud. I say yes <laughs> to everything, and it makes for some pretty great shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, he, you know, he, he was right. Every time I, I've, I've used that, most of the time if I'm out traveling to go do something, after fucking the first round of bar closes, nothing good's gonna come of that. Dude, it reminds me of this story. We fucking we went to Chicago one time. Did you get some of this? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, went to Chicago one time. We fucking all went out, and then uh, we all drank a couple beers, and then we went home and fucking we slept, and then we went and we came back. <laughs> we came back to St. Louis. That was it, huh? I'm gonna. This is a new character I'm working on. Instead of the one upper guy, where he's Morning like, Amber. "Well, I, I went to Be, uh, Be, Beijing." He's his stories are always worse than the person <laughs> who tells the story, and they're like, "Okay, that was." I have not commented on that post, Steve. Thank you. No yeet. Thank you. You're not kicked out of the the group. Then you're not kicked out of the group. Um, all right, we're going to do songs. We're going to get into that. If you're not watching on Twitch, the way you can help us, the way you guys can help us big time is share the Twitch feed. Share it with a friend. Share it, share it with a friend, right? Like text it to a friend. Message I, it that's, to a friend. I think that's the best way to make sure that this community keeps growing with people that are – they got a little buy-in. Yep. They got a yep. little buy-in. They, they see what we're doing. Kush Coach saw it. Game recognizes game. Kush Coach. We saw it. We see what he's doing. He saw what we're doing. It's like, hey <laughs> – this is what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to help people out. 
we have this plant in common. We have these different medicines dude, in common. We have love in common. Dude, and, and I, I already grow better now. Colorado or Missouri. I already grow better weed. I already grow better weed. Grow better weed. I already grow better weed. That's fine. Yeah, they, that's fine. You know, the Colorado guys are going to punch your lights out. That's all. Yeah, right. Fine. Six four, one seventy five. Good luck. I may not look like I have a long reach, but look at that. Whoa. I can almost reach Craig from my microphone. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I don't know anyone on Twitch. Well, now you Who do. cares? I oh, I met him yesterday. He's here. great. Yes, He's he does. great. Yes, he is. He is great. The pressure drop crew, they're great dudes. I had a great time with that guy. You know how some people come in and you're like, hey, cool. This is fun. <laughs> I'm having yeah, a good yeah, time. Huh. I was having a blast with him. He's I almost awesome didn't cat. want him to leave. They got a cool little setup. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of the many faults uh, that I. <laughs> one of the many faults. That, is that Amy Wilson? What's her name? Amy Winslow. Amy Winslow. I should. Uh, come on. Oh, Carl's, Carl's daughter. Amy Winslow. You guys better come win this before I. Oh, no. Before you break it? Yeah, I get it. So I don't know. Uh, you know we're going to give that away? When we get to 200 followers, I think we we were uh, 60 away as of last night. Man, it's I was a little bit tougher because you're, you're trying to night. get you're, you know you're trying to get a lot of people. Our demographic is, uh, I mean, it, it hits the whole spectrum, but definitely we're we trend with the 30 to 44 year old. Yep, uh, 60 40 chickies know, to yep, boom yep, booms. Yep, uh, <laughs> what titties to testicles. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough, it's tough to get a bunch of, uh, you know, the 30 to 44 year old people to uh, come to this, uh, streaming platform where that is primarily enjoyed by, by kids, people in the gaming, but it's growing. Uh, we're here. We got a foothold. <coughs> so, uh, they have a whole new section called, uh, talk shows, talk shows and, and podcasts. podcasts. Uh, and that's where we fit into this whole deal. And, uh. I've been having a blast. Our numbers have been growing. Our views are yeah, growing. It's cool. Like it's it's neat. I like uh, <clears throat> for the time being. I it, we we prefer it to Facebook. We think it's better than Facebook. Uh, you know, and in five years or three years, yeah, we'll maybe be telling we you to, something different. Three years, you might have we'll to make another something. switch. It's it's also that we can continue talking about what we want to talk about without you know the gatekeepers keeping Good us morning. out. Amber, <clears throat> she got on. She wants a little piece of that mushroom I know. pipe. I know. She wants I know. a little piece of that. You guys have something special that no one offers. Always enjoy every show you guys do because there's pure passion behind everything. Who the fart said that? I think it was a blunt man to kill our buddy. Our buddy. I watched. I watched. uh, I watched him play a little Counter Strike Source. Really? CS:GO. uh, And um, gave me gave me some fucking gave me some uh, uh, nostalgia. Wistful. Gave me some nostalgia. Like. Because it's the same game that 1.6 was that I played fucking 20 years ago, but like the the, the graphics, the the skins of Just the unbelievable. game now are like I'm like, oh wait a minute, this is this is nuke. Like I, I recognize this map as they're running through, but it's just so hyper realistic. Yeah, that's cool, it's, it's pretty, man. Pretty, that is awesome. It was also awesome on Twitch. Like in my car as he was playing. It put up all of his information on my dash. Blunt man to kill. Like if, if you're really? yeah, if you're listening to us on Twitch on your phone, you get in your car and you have one of those fancy cars that'll <laughs> one of those fancy fancy cars, fancy little, 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 little cars look up to the stars or something. Look up to the Bluetooth or something. <laughs> uh, it'll uh, Twitch will uh, put all of your information in there like it like it was an album or something. Oh my god, pretty cool. Nice. You can put cool. it on in your back pocket too. You can't, oh, that's what I'm saying. You put it on in your back pocket. In your back pocket. Way better graphics now. No oh, doubt about it. Oh man. Need to make a CS cannabis team. Just saying. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll play. I mean, 
no one invited me, but I'm in. Oh, I'll just say I'm, I'm in. I'm a liability. Um, you can ask any of my friends I used to play with. I'm a liability. Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> the absolute best. Um, um, no, 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 no. I want to say thank you to Blunt Man because that's, I've been thinking a lot about that lately. I, li- I get to listen to these other morning shows as I'm uh, coming in, and our goal was to kind of take over the morning, mornings in, in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. We want to take over your mornings in St. Louis. We want to make you laugh with stories like that. We want to give you some articles about stuff you may may not be on your radar. We want to uh, compile all the information that we think is Certainly. is valuable yep. and try to give it to you, and then you go out in the world and do awesome things, and that's Absolutely. the fucking that's the game we're trying to play right now. Life's can be what you make it, bud. Sure. And with this group, we're making it awesome. Absolutely. It's fucking awesome, dude. I'm, I'm I love having... these people more and more all the time. I love the new people. Like I always say, whenever I'm having a tough time, someone will come into my life, like the Kush Coach or Hill Big, that makes me realize, oh, shit. We're doing something special. And people like Ricky, who Ricky and Rachel, you've who seen, they know. It, they've seen done it all it. We, we've, we've, We have this bond, this kinship with them that's like, yeah, no, yeah. We, I've been in the in the trenches of yep. this little online bullshit for a while, you know, not a trench of a war. That's why I'm trying to not compare it to that. But obviously, like we've been there before in the wild, living there for you know a couple of years, and now new people are coming in. So you have this mutual respect. That's like, oh shit, you've been fighting the man for a while too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Let's yep. fucking figure no out doubt. a new way to take us into the future. No doubt. Get people online in Absolutely. a different way. Use these tools to our advantage connect with each other and figure out a way you know like and i'll just give out this is a good time i'll just uh i'm shout a huge out. stern guy but you guys hooked me oh fuck yeah that's I'm awesome um alter ego cakes check them out they follow our uh our page we got rpc fab shop give them a little shout out ashley england art by ashley sister, england yeah. uh stash box we we might talk my about brother-in-law that. we're gonna have him on sometime this week to talk about what the cannabis club cola lounge has going uh, on yeah i do i want to do some that pretty cool stuff the first uh, ever consumption lounge in missouri um they got some pretty neat stuff on the horizon missy hogan from abracadabra pet grooming friend of chris Penick. okay you're a friend of chris Penick. you're a friend i of think mine. she's she's actually <clears> down <throat> the reed springs area so real close to where we uh we stayed uh whenever we really? went down to the fundraiser yeah. oh hell yeah that's a great love that <laughs> mantis nine grow and supply we want everyone to grow their own medicine but uh josh ordo uh, jo- john lowe oh okay i think I josh maybe ordo okay be, uh, a- x too. escapes kc can a convict project Absolutely. Um, Kawhi said pressure, tro- uh, pressure drop Hillsboro, grow shop. Our buddy, yeah. the Nick, uh, Nick Kawhi and Ben uh, Pitzer are the guys. And uh, bon, Bondren. Bon, Bondren. Bon, Bondren. Bondren. Pro, Pro Purdy. Grow up. Okay. Well, he should certainly grow He's up. He's got grow up in his. Grow up. Oh, my God. Grow up, bud. So we want to support all of the local businesses. We, we know everybody's hurting with the stupid shit going on right now. So if we can support our people with the, that are in our group, it kind of makes I, a little I, micro world I, for I feel us. like we can probably offer a pretty good discount to anybody that wants some uh, a commercial, some social media content. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Re- reach out to us. You can come in here with yeah, the green we'll screen. Yeah, we'll help you on the map. We can, we can, we can make it for you. You can this make is it green. yourself. We will produce a commercial for you, social media content for you. We can even come up with packages for you so that you can use them. You don't necessarily have to uh, 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 sponsor the show, be a part of the sponsor. We, we want to be able to offer things outside of the advertising space that the Hoosier Sophisticate Show offers. So um, reach out to us if you're interested in that. 
have your social media manager. We can sit down with them. We can give you guys content for your social media managers to run. And uh, uh, that's something uh, that that's super fun that anybody that has a small business in our group, we will offer you a discount if you reach out to us. Uh, uh, kind of closing up 2020, reach out to us. We will help you create content specific to your business that's going to get people to stop scrolling in a world of endless scrolling and engage with your content. Um, and then uh, for all of the Hoosiers that maybe don't have a, uh, a small business uh, but are looking for a unique uh, way to reach out to their family and friends, especially in times of COVID where we might not be able to meet with our, to, to meet with our, um, uh, our families throughout the holidays. A lot of people like to send, uh, you know, family Christmas cards or holiday cards, anything like that. Uh, if you want, we'll run, we're going to, we're going to, if there's, if there's any interest in this, uh, we will run a very affordable, fun package for you to come in here with your family or with yourself, whatever we got. You can bring props. We got some props and we can shoot a custom video message for you to share with your family. Oh, I would love uh, to do that. For I people. think it would be, it would so, be so much so fun. fun. It would be a way for you to engage people. You might not be able to see. We'll make it affordable for you. And it'll be an opportunity to get the Hoosiers in here to kind of check out what we're trying to do here, uh, with the, uh, church of unconditional love. And, uh, transcendence damn you know, right come baby. check out what we're doing here we hung uh, curtains we got a portal we have drums guitars yeah. a xylophone a piano we want to come here and create space it feels weird it shouldn't feel this weird to me mm -hmm. to come to a place like this that we've carved out our own little i compare it to the first time i heard about google and their offices when they said hey man you know work doesn't have to be some cubicle place we got nap pods and bring your dog. And we got this guy who cooks people lunch on, on site. And you can uh, take this car that goes. I remember thinking of that and going, whoa, man, the fucking world is changing to where this idea of work having to be a place where it's a shitty to go to, that it becomes you get more out of your, or your employees and your what you eventually spend most of your time with people who can become your family. Like, that's what I like. My wife works with Bunder and Property Group. They're, it's like a family. Mm -hmm. We're forming a family. They already that's are right. kind of related in a certain way yeah, yeah, with, sure. to whatever. But, you know, like forming these bonds with people and helping them with their passions and helping them get their name out there and forming this little community that branches out everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the, the neighborhood like we used to call it. But now it's this uh, uh, online neighborhood that we've been cultivating. And to be able to bring people here and show what we've created and to come to a place like this, like the sky was fucking purple this morning, man. I'm yep. driving. The sun's coming up. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to be on time. I'm listening to Sturgill Simpson again. Coming to this place, I go, man, fucking, I wonder how many people are stuck in that thing. Like, it's just what I do every day is not... It's not fun. It's not what I want to do. It's just what I got to do. And I understand that people do what they fucking got to do. And that's, that's right. what you have to do. That's right. But can we all work towards something more? Is there the next creative genius out there that's watching the show that wants to come on here and do a spot on the green screen? Hey, Stephen Craig, I got this idea. Do a spot on the green Please screen. Come well, here that fucking create. blows up bigger than yep. Will. And we'll destroy you if you get bigger than us. Let's yep. just. Nah. 
I'll as do everything in my piece, power as long as to I get, I, That's you, all okay? I want to be. I just want a piece of everybody's action. That's no, all. and just getting people in here to create. That's a great, great mentality. Just to be able to get people in here and see the hard work people have done to paint us stuff and see what Mike's done to help us out with the wood and see no what doubt. we've tried to do here on the walls. No Your little slip and fall knocked the fucking uh, footboard off of the wall, by the way. Oh, I was wondering why that was sticking so far off the wall. Yeah, you gave it a good, gave it a good little oh, fucking. And it's, it's cold. I bet this stuff's going to yeah, peel right no off doubt. the wall. Now. No doubt. Good job, Dude, Mike. Lock you're tight absolutely, uh, you're on it, brother. Like, that's searching for uh, a law shaker or something. No, uh, no <laughs> but, like, searching for uh, value in what we do. Like, you and I, we, uh, we've talked about this many times before. We're never short on these opportunities uh, when we have uh, these live in-person events where we're like, fuck, this is what we're doing, man. This is what we're, this is what we're doing. This is what we do. Yeah, this is what we do. We bring people with a uh, the capacity to love on a grand scale together and just see what comes of it. And it's always just like this unbelievable beacon of fucking, like just, just this warm beacon of light that just fucking shines on whatever it is when we get together, whatever it is that we're doing, uh, I am um, uh, consistently affirmed by this group, by this community that we've created. And what I want to make sure that people understand is, is that we we all co-create this. I had somebody yes. talk to us about the Patreon. I mean, I kind of came up with everything in the beginning. I, but. Yeah, but I mean, at that point... You know, there's only so many bananas you can deep throw. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> I bet Jokes on not. you. <laughs> I had one of our Patreon. This is what I was going to go into. I had one of our Patreon. Uh, really, bud? You didn't know. You didn't know. Every, every morning. No, this Patreon thing. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to call him back. Okay. Uh, I had someone who is a Patreon follower of ours. Who has been there since the we met them with the first cotillion, and uh, they said, you know, we see the bigger picture. We see what it is that this thing is. We see that this is the 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 establishment of the tribe and the 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 people that have the ability to call the banners to bring people home to the tribe like that takes an extreme amount of effort and it's going to take resources we give to your patreon because we believe in what you're building we believe in the community that you're building fuck did it ever fire me up fuck you believe in you believe in what we do so much not not you're not they're not paying for the laughs you're not paying like that's all bonus they're paying they're paying to help cultivate that like that's what they can contribute to help us continue to reach people, to help us continue to affect positive change, to help us to, you know, continue to, uh, uh, you know, run charitable things and, 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 and gather more donations. Like, them telling me that and breaking that down for me, because I'm a, you, you know me, bud. I put a stencil on the wall. I'll never be happy. I'll never be happy with anything that I do. I'm the, my, my hardest critic. And so with that. Well, you don't do many good things. Not a so ton. It's good. It's not good a ton. And so own. the ones that I do, I want to make sure that I'm not giving myself any credit. Any credit for those I have either. no capacity for gotcha. good. You know, You're consistent. And that, that just gives me something to keep reaching yeah. for. Uh, I have a hard time seeing my worth often, you know, yeah. uh, or or my work's worth. I'm clearly worth a lot. 
Oh, no, no. You, you think highly of Yeah, your, yeah uh, I love what I'm worth. But it's like, what am I doing that's worth anything? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like you're fucking painting the Sistine Chapel there. Either, yeah, but like, put, you I'm going to push yourself. Paint a bunch of dudes with some dicks out, though. <laughs> okay. Let's do that today. Uh, anywho, uh, hearing no, them say that, that and understanding that there are people that are willing to just invest in the community because they see the magic that the community creates on the whole. Uh, that is, that was something I needed to hear in that moment. So with all of that being said, I want the people that help make this community to know that this, this chapel, this thing that we have made here is a place where <coughs> we are all obligated to make magic. That's the that magic made this place. Magic made the, the, the magic of us coming together at, literally manifested this space. So please come here with ideas and with the with 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 ideas, with just ideas. We'll go from there. But we have the ability to create just some come. really special. You will come uh, when I say. Uh, but uh, my parents will be here mm, any minute now. Any minute now. Uh, anyway, uh, come come here and make something. Come and come and come. Come here and make something great. No, no, he's stuck. I'm sorry. Jizz, 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 I just want people to know that they can. You're welcome here, bud. I'm starting to relearn words. I've always kind of, I don't know if it, I mistake it for me not caring, me just being a little ignorant, me being just dumb, me just trying maybe being so smart that I see beyond it. I don't even know what it is, but a lot of times when labels and words, they always change over time. I've seen it since I've been a kid. So I, you've seen the shift of like Democrat, Republican. I don't even really know what those words mean because people are calling each other things all the time. We've seen neither do they derogatory the terms that have kind of shifted and become different. And it's it's always fascinating to me that how these words can kind of shift meaning <coughs> and momentum when day, it's Jen. a word. Um, and I'm shifting what work is. I'm shifting what that word means to me. Mm. It's a total shift in my mm -hmm. belief system mm -hmm. that this is work. This is what Craig and I do. We get a whiteboard out. We got our ideas on it. We're knocking stuff out. Yep. We're trying to build the community. We're trying yep. to help people out with commercials and, and also, have fun yeah, and, and do things. And also make a living at it. Yep. Yeah, and also make a fucking living doing what we love, following yep. our fucking dreams. Yep. I'm also changing the meaning of the word church. Yeah. Because I wanted to throw everything, uh, the baby out with the bathwater, religion. I didn't, I was bought in. Then I kind of realized it's a fucking lie. Oh my God. There's other religions that they didn't fucking tell me about. Like, why were they keeping all this shit a secret for so long? What's going on here? And some of these other ones make more fucking sense than the shit they, they've been telling me. So I said, fuck it, religion. I fart on all of it. I'll fart on all, fart in your general direction. So that's what I did. I did. Now I'm realizing that, and through the last five, six, seven years, mm. I found that space, and through a couple ceremonies that I've 
partaken in where I'm like, whoa. When you when you take a sacrament whoa. that when you take a sacrament that, that yes. doesn't require your belief to, that you're that you're taking God, it just shows you that you're taking God, it'll it'll fucking give it, you a different idea of God. And it was very much like I've heard the podcast, I've heard all the things about being in that space and the deities, and I've always kind of been like, well, okay, whatever. I don't even want to buy in because then I feel like I'm gonna manifest it myself. But just the ideas that happen in that space, the feel, the uh, uh, ambiance of it, the the way it makes you uh, 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 react and think and and believe reminds me of the whole religious ceremony that I'm like, oh, there's something to that. And church to me now is meaning a place where we can all come, we can all share ideas, we can all have a good time with our guards down. Yeah. Because so many people right now are like, guard up. Isn't that, Don't I mean, get to know me. <clears throat> Don't, here's, hey, how's work? How's everything? I love that in our things, unless someone started a new business, people yeah. aren't like, so, how's how's the factory? How's the, the cubicle treating you? It's like, hey, what song really really turns you We're on? We're going to get like, to that, and that's the idea. We do that shit. If we, those conversations are the best. If we buy into the fact Whatever, whatever name you want to give God, the universe, the whatever. If we buy into the fact that we are all a piece of this divine infinite, then a hundred percent. Whenever we gather, that is church. Yeah, that yeah. is church. Yep. When, when, when the omnipresence of God, the Creator, universe, whatever the th- source, whatever the thing is, and if you don't believe in it at all, that's fine too. Maybe you just believe in people. Maybe you just believe in the love that a group of people can make. Also fine. When. You bring all of them together in a congregation, uh, uh, in a shared idea of love. That is what church is. Yeah. That is what church is. That is us experiencing God at, uh, in, in 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 its in its infinite power, wisdom, omniscience. Uh, anyway. Church is a place we all get to come. It's fact. <laughs> it is. Um, it's welcome to everyone. So anyway, guys, we're gonna we'll we'll release a thing out there where you can come in and uh, all the chicks you know, are calling a, each other beautiful on for a very uh, scissor fest scissor fest twenty twenty one. Both them burgers, girl. <laughs> <laughs> For Burgalooza! <laughs> For Burgalooza! For Burgalooza? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I don't know. I was reaching. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. come in here and make some shit, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. we have fun. Uh, all right. Um, Sebo, uh, the Kush Coach, <laughs> asked us. Done. Done. What are our top five favorite songs? He are? did? What's wrong now, with that I guy? think that this is probably a rotating question. Yeah. Uh, where different songs come in and out regularly. Uh, I, I'm not going to give them in any particular order, but as they kind of come to my head, uh, you know, we can we can do this thing. You got one that just screams at you from the... Well, I have one that is actually all top five. Okay. That's one through five. <laughs> All five. <laughs> it's the only song I listen to. That's fair. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with like sentimental and throughout time the ones that have I've liked the most the longest. So yeah. that's how I'm gonna compile it. Say if there's a Billboard chart in my mind 
which one has been running number one the longest for the time? You want to lead us off? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I'll give you one. Uh, ding, 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 ding. Well, I'll just say this one because uh, many times when people ask what my favorite song is, it's the one that comes to my head. Um, so it's it's an easy one. Came out in the early two thousands. A perfect circle. The noose off of a thirteenth step. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, that was a good song when when you had me listen to that album. Mm-hmm. That song, I didn't even know what it was, you know, because I just let it listen sure. to. And yep. I was like, "Ooh, I like that song." And then I looked at it, and yep. I was like, "Oh, that's one the of my favorite song tunes Craig of absolute about. all time." Yep, yep. The noose, and I feel like that song you listen to more probably pick up more. Gets a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, know, it's I love songs like that. It's the idea of. Uh, you know, it, it tells a story of, of addiction and overcoming addiction, but then the, the piety or the self-righteousness that sometimes is attached to someone that has beaten addiction. And so he's talking about, you know, don't let your halo be pulled down and turn into a noose. Don't hang yourself with your self-righteousness. And it's, uh, what uh, a great analogy. It's fucking, it's yeah. The the halo (laughs) turning into the noose is, Uh, absolutely great little deal. So, um, okay. I'll go a little bit different direction. This was the first song that really spoke to me. It was the first song I learned on the guitar on purpose, just so I could say that, you know, cause I knew that was going to be a big deal. One day when I was getting interviewed by Rolling Stone, they're like, what song did you learn first pod? And I'm going to say sublime Santeria Santeria. It's just, it's out of all sublime's probably my favorite band. Yep. And obviously, Santa Ria, I don't listen to Santa Ria often at all. I don't really go to it anymore. Me neither. But yeah. once, like, if somebody else plays it sure. or if I hear it on the radio, I'll sure. crank it. Sure. The kids, you can tell that, immediately when it comes on. The album is the – it's comfort food. It's an album that no uh, every doubt. car I've ever owned has had it in it. Yep. And it's uh, – especially when summertime rolls around. No doubt. Any given day of the week, I'll listen to it in its entirety. Uh, it's a great choice. Yeah, that's that's the that's one. funny that you said that because I was trying to think what like you know I've got bands that are you know my my favorite bands and 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 certainly my most listened to Sublime's one of them you know yeah. so I'm like oh if I was gonna pick a Sublime song what would I pick Santa Maria is a great choice Garden Grove probably I liked that one for a long period of time. Um, but now I go through like I'm like I'm, 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 I'm a listening to guy. Seed. I'm gonna listen to Jailhouse. I'm a Jailhouse guy. I'm gonna listen yeah. to. When we, as a matter of fact, when Bad we first fish, kind you know? of came together, we were still meeting at the 590 Studios. You had the first time you had brought your guitar. You started you started playing that. I knew exactly what you were playing, and I'm like, all right, that anybody that's gonna open with that sublime <laughs> <band> <laughs> knows knows what i'm trying to hear you know they know what i'm trying to hear right yeah now. dude they, and superstar punani i'll go through like these sure. deep cuts every once in a while so if you don't like smoke two joints you can just go fuck yourself somewhere yeah in the dark corner of a yeah. darkest just hole of hell no doubt so that is that's probably my number one honestly okay that's fair yeah i mean uh, the noose is one that i throw out there as my number one all the time so my favorite band easily is pink floyd uh and my i you go through like i feel like you know based on your introduction to pink floyd is kind of based on where your 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 loyalty lies to their different eras or whatever you know my my introduction to Pink Floyd was I mean I guess I had heard probably Money and Time on classic rock radio before but not you know not really thinking much of it my real introduction to them was The Wall and you know for the longest time like 
And I think The Wall is still probably my favorite album to just listen to front to back. Sure. But I, I kind of, as you find a band, then you kind of start discovering their catalog a little bit more. So after The Wall, I moved into Dark Side, and Dark Side's great. I think Time is probably one of the greatest oh, songs I love ever it. written. I'm not even a huge Pink Floyd guy, yeah, and I that song is... I think it's one of is... the greatest songs ever written. But then, you know, again, as you... And then you find out that Wish You Were Here was a banger album, and you got... You know, uh, I mean, there's so many phenomenal, phenomenal offerings, and that's kind of my speed. I like bands that, uh, I like bands that just take me on these weird soundscapes, you know, yeah, more so than I do. And there's a place for all different kinds, but I'm that's what I'm trying to fall into. Uh, so, are there any Floyds before Floyd? Like, does Floyd cite anyone as a a, a point of reference for them? Uh, uh, because they're kind of like a Hendrix where. I feel like they were the first ones. Yeah, they were doing a lot of stuff no, with Synthy. You know, I mean, I think there were other people kind of doing it, but they were all kind of well-to-do English lads that had the money to have. Some, oh, really? My, my dad, yeah, yeah. From, I, from what I understand, like they, you know, they they just had they had invested in like some synths and weird really? shit keyboards. And Richard Wright, like, I don't think gets enough credit for his work founding the band and and Damn. and being the keyboardist because the keyboards are what carries a lot of some of their best mm -hmm. music. Um, and they're all amazing in their own right. Oh, David Gilmore's dude. a fucking beast, and Nick Mason's a great drummer. And, and Roger Waters, like, kind of gave me a different idea about what music could sound like. Because if you listen to The Wall, and it's this rock opera, uh, you know, it's there's this... Um, there's not a guy that's singing very pretty. He, he, he finds a way to... His angst comes through his... his his voice in a way that's almost painful, but tells this, uh, a deeper story of the song. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. <laughs> time is time is definitely. I, it might. I, I might even still put it in there, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna push it aside okay. for a moment. When I found the Animals album, I was just like, "How?" I'd already been listening to Pink Floyd for years and years and years and years, and I just it missed me. And uh, so the first time I listened to Animals. Uh, and the first time Pigs came on, yeah. I was just the fucking guitar riff, just I'm like, oh, and it's just, I'm like, okay. How does that song go in a mother? No, that's not. Uh, uh, are you talking about Pigs? Yeah, how does Pigs go? Uh, he, man, pink, he had. Ha <laughs> you are. What isn't like the first song and the last song, or is that pigs that's on the pigs wing? That's pigs on the wing. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that opens. It's a little. I acoustic love jam. that. Yep. I love uh, pigs on the wing, dude. Uh, and so I'm going like, what's cool? What about is it? That, pigs, dogs. It, it's yeah. Pigs on the wing, part one. Sheep. Sheep. Pigs. pigs. Dogs, dogs. Pigs on the wing, part two. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's pigs, three different ones. But anyway. Then you kind of, as you're growing older, you're like, man, that's a fucking cool rock and roll yeah. song. And then you realize that they're talking about, you know, people being fucking sheep. They're talking about the fucking greedy fucking, you know, uh, uh, business magnates, you know, and the dogs that do their fucking bidding, you know. So it's gonna I'm going to say Pink Floyd Pigs, okay. man. Pink Floyd Pigs. Pigs is a great call, dude. Because yeah. yeah. I don't li I never. And I'm posting all these in the show discussions tab on Discord. By the I way. didn't get into Pink Floyd really until you know I've heard all the popular songs. Sure. And like uh, even like I thought Comfortably Numb was like a deep hit for me. You know because yep. they didn't play it 
on KC all the time, you know? Comfortably Numb is my fucking jam. It's great When team. I was a kid, hey, teacher, leave those kids leave alone. Those kids. I fucking rocked to that shit with oh, my yeah. dad. I was like, oh, beep, what, beep, beep. what does Pink Floyd mean? Does that have any... Is that like a Pearl Jam thing that I never really caught on to? You know what I mean? I was like, a Pink Floyd? That must be something in, in, in England. <clears throat> it's uh, given names of two blues musicians uh, oh, who sweet. Sid Barrett had in his uh, collection. Pink Anderson and Floyd Council. Fuck yeah, dude. I love when they give homages to people and, sh- uh, and stuff like that. Um, that is very cool. <clears throat> I am going to counter with a very similar direction right there. Um, Beatles, my all-time favorite band. Just me too. Probably. Just longest I mean, running. Probably mine, but longest running. My love affair with the Beatles goes way further. I remember hearing "Twist and Shout" for the first time. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, and asking my dad, "I'm like, what? What is this shit?" He's like, "Dude, that's the Beatles." He always kind of had it on. My parents always had. Whenever we would clean the house, they'd have music rock, and whether it be that's where my love affair with Cat Stevens came. Cat Stevens was a big one to go to. We've talked about that before. Totally. Billy Ocean, yep, fucking yep, Lionel yep, yep. Richie. Um, <clears throat> so that was the Beatles have always been had a special place in my heart. I've got a Beatles tune in my five. Well, I've, I've obviously Twist and Shout was my favorite. Then uh, I saw her standing there. I, and I love saw her that. standing. I lo- dude, there. I love the old pop Beatles. Dude. Like it was so good. They were great. Um, then you get into like Strawberry Fields Forever and kind of the more like uh, gets a little psychedelic. Bit, yeah, sure. <clears throat> and then when I got to college. I would listen to A Day in the Life. Fucking, it's, it's, yeah, it's a great tune. And the way the song builds and comes down and brings you back up and... I tried to come across my head. downstairs and had a smoke. Like the fucking... I noticed I was late. I'm going to go and grab my hat. Dude, it's, it's great. And I was out in seconds flat. Boom, 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 no, it's not. No, that's it, no, that's, that's, that's Golden Slumbers. Golden Slumbers. Yeah, yeah, okay. <clears throat> Anywho, um, that's also in a great trio of fucking songs. Carry that, that way, are, Golden oh Slumbers. Oh my and, yeah. god, totally. that's gone through my list of sure. being my favorite sure. song. But the, when I would listen to that song in college, and <clears throat> I'd be by myself, I was going through some fucking dark times, some really good times, some really dark times. And just hearing that, smoking a joint in my car, and hearing the sound of that song through my speakers, because I always had like an upgraded system. It's great. If I could go somewhere, it would be my car and just listen to music loud, and that would be the song I would turn on, and oh, baby, baby, it would make me feel so fucking good. It's great, dude. So that is my I love it. Two. Day in the Life is a great choice. I have a Beatles pick I'll, I'll uh, throw in there a little bit later. I'm going to cut to one that has some real sentimental value. And I <clears throat> this isn't one that I loved forever. It was one that I started to love probably around 2011, 2012. Uh, <clears throat> so my dad had his business uh, ended up kind of folding up. And so when I was selling limos, I was pretty often had cars to be delivered all over the country. So I kind of set my dad up 
as his own little transportation service delivering these limos to these different cities and it turned out to be a pretty good gig it really started to kind of take off before he got sick so he and i got to start spending some some time in the car together quite a bit and i remember the two of us were driving to st louis uh and it was we were heading up 44 from springfield and we were just listening to some classic rock as it, as it was going on. My dad was the kind of guy that always just kind of had talk radio playing. When I think about it, like, I remember him whistling along to some songs, probably like some Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. You know, uh, uh, his, his musical tastes were a little bit more uh, – they, they, they weren't as prevalent. Didn't play a lot of music. He always had talk radio. If it wasn't sports talk, it was, it was political talk, but mostly sports sure. talk. Uh, so, like, our musical moments didn't cross over a whole bunch. Okay. But we are in the car. Uh, I'd been – I'd actually just recently discovered the Avid Brothers. So I'm playing them some of these songs, and we're just fucking, you know, we're just digging on, 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 on what is, you know. I'm like, Dad, you got to hear these guys. They're fucking poets. You'll, you know. Yeah. And he was into yeah. them. And then I love switched. that when you yeah. can introduce something yep. to your parents because usually it was yep. like Cypress Hill or you yep. a fucking moron yep. son. Yep. Yep. I raised you to like Cypress Hill. He was so disappointed in me. And then I showed him Bush. Someone said Bush glycerin. Yep. I showed my dad mm-hmm. Bush, yep. and he goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah, my is dad. This? I remember hearing the first time Nirvana came on in the car. He's with fucking my dad. hot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know, Dad. Dad's like, I want to blow him. <laughs> I was like, me too. Uh, I remember when, when Nirvana came on in the car with my dad. My dad was like, fuck, these guys might be pretty fucking good. Really? Yeah, I remember I remember that. That's that awesome, that your dad fucking good. So anyway, um, uh, we're in the car, and we're listening to classic rock now, and The Who comes on. And uh, it's... Uh, it's just fucking, you know, just a fucking solid tune, man. Love Rain Over Me. Oh, my uh, God. That's a deep cut, dude. And, uh, Is so, that Quadrophenia? I think so. Uh, yeah, I believe I believe it was. Um, so, <clears throat> I got anyway, my dad and I are sitting down there, and, you know, we've, we'd been having these conversations. We're just talking back and forth as I'm driving. He's sitting in the passenger seat. And and it starts out so chill, you know, like with the fucking violins, yeah, there, so right? like the waves crashing, and, or rain, uh, it's rain. And uh, and my dad just kind of reaches over and fucking cranks up the fucking stereo, and we're driving down. It's late at night, <laughs> and by the fucking end of the song, me and my dad are fucking. And then it's like rain on me. It was one of those. It was one of those musical experiences fuck. where I was like, "Fuck, that was." Fuck. I didn't realize in the. I mean, I was. It went from being a, a Who song I'd heard before, certainly, but like not one that gets played a bunch, uh, and to all of a sudden, I'm like, "Well, that's one of my favorite moments that's ever happened." Sonically. Wow, that's one of my favorite things. So I share that with my dad, uh, and I and I and I loved the song from then on, and I remember. Uh, when my mom woke me up the morning that he had died, uh, because we were all kind of taking shifts with him and she came in and, you know, she, you know, and I, I didn't think he was going to make it through the night and I, I, you know, fucking probably, probably should have fucking been right there, but either way, she, she, you know, wakes me up, tells me that he passed and, uh, he was sitting there and he's kind of. He's kind of draped over this chair we had in our living room. Like I, I likened it in his eulogy to 
like if you if you were looking at the Pieta, you know, where Jesus is laid out over Mary's arms, like he was just kind of looked comfortable, you know, yeah. he looked comfortable. And I, what I needed in that moment was, and his hospice nurse was there, um, and she's kind of holding space for my mom. And in that moment, I just knelt in front of my dad. I put on love rain over me. I just laid my head in his lap. And I fucking rocked out one last time with my dad, man. And uh, Dude. it was fucking awesome. So that song. Dude, buddy. Oh, the who? Dude, love rain over me is one of the great. The way it builds. That's and the fucking deal. comes and it fucking like the bass is one of the greatest things of all time, dude. Oh, well, uh, my next one is Kiki and Bunny. <laughs> we like the we boom, like the, car. the, the cars, cars that go boom. boom. We're um, so I should probably come up with something different. Um, after that story, so yeah, I, I was ro- I, that one for the end. I was rollerblading one I mean, time, and we I found that reeling, CD. I was reeling for uh, that's we found fucking that CD, hilarious. and it had a neon green CD case, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we spotted. I even printed screen. one of those Avery labels for it, bro. Dude, it was neon green. I was like, "What CD? <laughs> what idiot leaves a neon green CD case yep. on there?" It was Kiki and Bonnie. We liked the boom. It went hard. That was my. <laughs> Number three. No, <laughs> it's actually uh, Kiki D and L. Uh, I was gonna save this one for number four, but I'm going yeah. number three. Yeah, because it's also the Who. Nice. This song is one of their most popular. It can be played at any time, any maybe not any time, any place, anywhere. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I don't know I'll, play I'll play it. I'll play it in the cathedral. I'll play it in the cathedral. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that'd be the right yeah. moment. That'd be the right. You deal. know those people that just hold their phone out like they're playing music as they're walking through the grocery store. It's like, thank you. I wanted to hear well, that I song. I just saw someone. Just someone just. <laughs> thank you. I, I, mean, I appreciate that because I always want my. Put some fucking earbuds in. That's fine. This person was obviously a poor. <laughs> no earbuds. Didn't have I'll wireless. give you some earbuds. You have wireless earbuds are for girl. So, <coughs> this one, and I listened to it the other day because I just listened to the Who's Next album. It's my favorite album of all time. Yep. By my favorite band of all time. Yep. And we won't get fooled again when he's like, meet the new boss, same as the fucking old boss. Like, <coughs> yep. the way they put that fuck you mentality that, yep. like, you think shit's changing? Yeah. The the, the people on the, the, the people on the left are now, uh, you know, the potting on left. Uh, you know, they talk about the right and the left. I fucking can't remember the lyrics right now. But, no, they're my favorite band. That fucking band rocks ass. They do rock ass, dude. If you haven't... They do rock ass. ...listened to the way Entwistle and Moon play the bass and drums, everything is driven from that, that fucking <clears throat> space. The, uh, the ox, his fucking... Boom, 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 boom. It's driving the whole song... And Keith Moon has the wildest fucking drumming pattern of all of all time. Oh, he's so sporadic. Dude, and if you haven't lis- re-listened to Bargain, I haven't re-listened to Bargain <clears throat> in five or six years, and I love when shit like this happens. I was listening to the lyrics of Bargain, Bargain and that's on Who's Next, and it's like, I had to lose myself to find you. And I don't know. And the, the, the lyrics are maybe about a girl, but you can, like, Put in God or the psychedelic realm. Like, I love when songs you can reinterpret after having different experiences in your life and being able to reinterpret 
a song that you've heard a hundred yep. fifty times, hundred fifty seven times. And being able to reinterpret it like, oh shit, like that song could mean that. Okay, I'm into it, you know, like so. Yeah, which one were you? Where were you wanting? Fighting on the left is now. The fighting on the left is now. Oh, fighting. it's where's it at? Fighting on the right. There you go. Slogans are replaced fighting. by the by, and the parting yeah, on the left is now parting on the right, right, and the beards have all grown longer overnight. Dude, fuck yeah, dude. Tip my hat to the new Constitution. Take a bow for the new revolution. Smile and grin at the change all around me. Pick up my guitar and play. Just like yesterday. And I get on my knees and pray. We don't get fooled again, no! And that has the whole... Yep. The synth, like, yep. I remember yep. Pete Townsend watching the documentary, and he was like, none of that is a loop. Just so everyone knows, none of that is a loop. That's not a loop. It's played, like, individually the whole time. That's awesome. And talk about something building up and fucking firing you up. I'll be driving 90 miles. I don't drive fast at all. When that shit's on, oh, I'm fucking killing it, bro. No doubt. No, like killing it. people. Okay, like, it's not I good. Like it's no, not run them over. Bud. <laughs> it's not good. Run them over. Oh, <clears> great choice. So where we we got uh, three apiece in here. Uh, you I'm gonna go, go to break and then tell them the other ones. We like, can do well, that. Yeah, a little we, kind of deal. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back. We'll come back on the other side of the break. We'll give you our numbers four and five. I kind of shot my wad. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you say that? For well, because the I end. was trying to uh, gear up. With my, I, the, there were there were some that sat on top, but uh, Dude, I'm crying. I told crying, the goddamn but, story a hundred times. It gets Jesus me every Christ. time. <laughs> All right, but uh, let's uh, let's go to break on the other side of the break. Yeah, we fucking. We really. I really shit myself. On the other side of the break, you'll get songs four and five, and then we're going to go to Rotten Tomatoes to see what these oh, motherfuckers had to say about heavyweights. This is an emotional wreck this right now. Hoosier. He's going to go crazy on these people. I am. I've got some shit fresh on my brain right now. I'm going to fucking, I'm getting emails. I'm sending strongly worded letters Let's to some. Let's write one on the show. We I, can bring we it up. We did that before. Let's we do it. We can bring it up on screen and actually show them that we're sending it. Okay. I'm okay with that because I, I don't know. I We have no idea what they had to say about it, but as based on how shitty their taste was with Goofy Movie, I can only imagine what these assholes oh, had to it's say gotta about Oh, it's got to be bad. It's got to be bad. And that movie is, I'm not shitting you, phenomenal. <laughs> it's phenomenal. All I ever want to do is just get blasted off of that blob under the lake. Guys, get blasted uh, by Ben Stiller. Yeah, that too. A uh, finger blasted. Guys, this, uh-huh. <laughs> these are our sponsors. <laughs> thank you for sending all. Thank yeah, you for. Thank you for all of your love, everyone. Uh, he was awesome. Great, and didn't care. I, I was actually thinking about. I can't believe that all of this has taken place since he's been gone. Because I, 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 I just wonder what he would say about what we have going on here. And I think it would be pretty fucking funny. Oh, that's I think, actually. That's I think our dads would have a party we, we did a mom skit, but I feel like we probably should do a dad skit. Oh, for sure. Are you going to be a ghost? <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. We got a green screen, bud. That's awesome. <laughs> that is. I'm going to just fucking be a picture of my dad. Just <laughs> he's like, loving. really? Come jokes, bud? Yeah, yeah rub day. a fucking lamp. He comes out and he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, what are you talking doing with this guy? guy? You're talking about finger and buttholes <laughs> at eight in the morning. Come on. 
<laughs> these are our sponsors. We only get to come back so often. <laughs> yeah. But what are you gonna do with the time we got I wasted right now? a trip. Hey, Dad, check out this. this. Check out this video I made. It's about shoving a pineapple in my ass and my gal making me hold my jizz till her parents come home. These are our sponsors. I wish you'd uh, give them your. You know, just give them a shot at your business. They, you will love them. They're us. below us this whole show, so you know whatever. Do what you do what you want. I, it's I don't, fine. We don't, we don't give a shit. Whatever. Follow the show. Bye. <laughs> Five minutes. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hey, fart smellers. <laughs> you meant smart fellers. <laughs> I meant smart fellers. Hey, guys, how's it going? Um, we're back here at Hoosier Sophisticate at the Sweet Leaf Emporium Studios. Jason, what a what a gem. What he a, is gem a gem of a human. Come see us. Come see us. He, is a, gem. he is a gem in his Prince you, Albert, too. You can come see <laughs> Okay. You can come see us here anytime you want. Um, really, only well, when I'm here. When I'm here. It makes mainly. the most sense is to come here yeah. when you're here, um, usually. That's usually, the, that's what you should do. Um, yep. So do that. Come see us here in Festus, 1100 Shapiro. Come on, I'll give you a tw- I'll give you 20% off today. Any Hoosier that comes Any in. Any Hoosier here. comes in here, 20% off today. I'll be there here till go. four. I'll be here till there four. I'll be here till four. Um, here's the deal. Bo, I went live with him on Instagram last I watched, night. I saw it. Pretty good. Pretty good little deal. Looks like I'm doing all right with my plants. I added my first round of newts yeah. to my veggies. Right. Um, and then so my, you had to put them in your water, you diluted them a little bit, got yes. in your soil. You don't want to put it directly on the foliar. Right? No. Yeah. I put it directly in the soil. I'm not watering till the water's running out though. So I need to maybe make, it's taking about a gallon of water per watering. Okay. So really? Yeah. Okay. So, I, but I'm only watering once every two days. Okay. So, and someone was telling me about the distilled water thing. I'm not sure if I actually have to use distilled water. I think I'm just going to keep doing it because I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm putting newts in it. The plants look like they're doing all right. Let's just put it that they're way. Grow, they're, grow, they're all grown up? They're, they're almost getting uncontrollable. I'm like, when do I start clipping these things? Jesus Christ almighty. Okay. Where are you? Where, where are where, you? Where are you, bud? <laughs> <laughs> bud. <laughs> Damn. But, um, so it's going real well. I appreciate Bo at Grow Active helping me out so much. <laughs> it's been an amazing experience. I just want to go home and be with them. With Bo? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> no, with my plans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Just talk, talk dirty to me, Bo. <laughs> Bo's like, ooh. He's like, okay, well, what you want to do is you want to get nitrogen. <laughs> Steve, before the break, we were talking about our top five favorite songs. We I, were? I fucking, I hit, uh, a, I hit a bases empty grand slam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> we're down by nine runs. He goes four for four with four solo yeah, jobs. Thanks, bud. You couldn't hit with anybody on base? Fuck. Well, it's not, it's not your fault. Not, yeah, come on, base get on base, guys. I'm going to fucking drive <laughs> home. I'm, I'm putting them out of the park uh, here. Fellas. We left off. So far, uh, we've got uh, Perfect Circles, the news from me. We've got Santa, Sublime Santeria from you. We've got Pink Floyd's Pigs from me. We've got The Beatles, A Day in the Life from you. We've got Love Rain Over Me. Are you sure you can get uh, through the, the title? <laughs> and uh, The Who Won't Get Fooled Again. So we've left Two off back-to-back who's. 
Uh, now I'm going to go back to the uh, who who are you to the Beatles? <laughs> really? Uh, Look at and us. So, no we're best friends. So, going <clears throat> uh, when I was a, when I was a child growing up in in St. Louis. You are a child. My uh, my uncle Glenn uh, is a um, he's a coach. He was a, a a bachelor forever. He was the the head varsity coach and wrestling coach at Winnetonka High School in Kansas City. Okay, didn't have any kids of his own. And he was just the cool uncle, man. He's like, hey, fucking come hang out. He, he built decks in the summer because he's a teacher. So, like, he did a bunch of construction. It was, like, my first kind of job. I would go out there with one of my uncles from here in St. Louis. We'd do, like, a room addition or a deck or, you know, whatever. Just yeah. a little site construction project. But in his living room, he had this awesome console of, see, like, this, this amazing stereo setup. And he had this sweet cabinet that just had cds as far as you could go and i would i would lay there after fucking working awesome. in the heat or whatever and i'd put on his awesome dj style headphones and i would just mow through albums dude awesome. and <clears throat> i was already kind of big into the beatles but he had them all there i told you uh kansas city did this thing one weekend where they played all of the beatles songs except for one and you had to you had to guess yeah, what that's that awesome. one was that is super cool so my favorite Beatles songs kind of always floated around. I love I loved the old poppy Beatles, too. But then, like, Magical Mystery Tour was super fun for me. And that was when things started getting really neat, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and Sergeant Peppers, you know, you had, you know, it, 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 things were just really starting to Did you learn about early turn. Beatles first and yeah. then later Beatles? Because I kind of did that. I Yeah, I did, too. Because if you'll remember, like, when we were kids was when they kind of released that Beatles anthology. Yes. And so, like, you know. The number ones came out of few yeah. years later. Yeah, I so, I mean, it was, uh, you know, I I knew who the Beatles were. I, mean, I remember, you know, Hey Jude and things like that. Uh, yeah. But also, like, I think I probably was exposed to Love Me Do and Eight Days a Week before I was gotcha. most of the psychedelic stuff. Gotcha. Which, which, is, which kind of firmly starts to put you in, like, a Lennon or McCartney camp, right? But or then Harrison. You, but then you realize, as, as the Beatles are getting more woke... It's because their fucking guitarist is a fucking swami. <laughs> and uh, so my, my choice, it might not even be George Harriswami. It might not even be his best song because something is also amazing. But Abbey Road was just, it's such oh, a something. It's is. such a fucking good tune. <sighs> but my jam. It, and I don't know why it's just it, it's the one that that sticks out to me when I think about like all right I want to listen to one Beatles song today. what guitar. is it while my guitar gently weeps George Harrison my dad it, loves George Harrison yeah George is the man George is my song. favorite Beatle and I remember someone asking me in my early twenties like oh you're a Beatles fan which one's your favorite Beatle and I was like oh it's George and he's like Whoa, nobody ever answers George yep. and I'm like uh, yeah George wrote all my favorite songs. You I mean, have all of my favorite. I'm songs. a Lennon guy, but I do. I George is my second favorite, and George they're, was just they're on one, one and one A. George was just on one, dude. He he like he he brought those guys to a whole different understanding of the universe. Like George's, their music changed as as they woke up. You know, George's double CD too of all things must. I've got it. Yep, buddy. Some of the songs on there. Wow, wow. Concert for George is one oh, of the greatest dude. little concert for that, Bangladesh. That, that ought to be playing. That, that ought to I, be playing in the in the front lobby. I though. tried to play concert for Bangladesh the other day, except YouTube's a. They didn't have it on there the whole fucking thing. Assholes. I don't know if there is a video of the concert for Bangladesh. My dad had the video. I used to watch Leon Russell, yep. uh, George Harrison, Bob yep. Dylan's out there, Eric yep. Clapton's out there. I mean, it's a fucking it's heavyweight lineup out there. 
And there's um, amazing covers of it, obviously. Like, it's yeah. a song that every guitar player wants to riff over, like... It's 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 my jam. Like there there are the the version from, uh, um, what's the across the universe? Oh yeah, is so good. I used to have that set as my alarm to wake up. Like it's so good. There's a couple sick versions. Yeah, Prince kills it with Tom Petty and all them. That's pretty famous, you know. No, even in Across Uh, the Universe, a couple like their Oh Darling rendition. Oh, dude, Across the Universe. I was so apprehensive to watch that. When it came out, I'm like, they if they fuck up the yes. Beatles with fucking like Couple of Broadway yeah, tile yeah. type shit, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. But actually, most of them they hit. Most of them are pretty good. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I want to hold headful. your hand is is fucking is a great one. Me too. It's uh, good. It's a and, good experience. And, and, and they also like they missed a couple songs. I really hoped that they would get in there. Yeah, but they put it to but a storyline. But they also line. put a couple songs in there. That, yes. You know, I've just seen a face I can't forget the time or place where we just met. She's just a girl for me. Maybe I'll end the show with that. I know that one oh, on the that's guitar. Fucking, that's my jam, dude. Okay. I love that fucking jam. So anyway. Uh, <clears throat> While my guitar gently weeps. That's a that's, that's my number four. Great tune. My dad had the. You know, you're talking about your dad in the car. My dad. Sometimes we'd be about two minutes from the house. We'd be pulling on Alaska Court. You know what I mean? Like heading right to my house. Yep. And he'd hear either Circle Billy's. Block. He'd either hear Billy Squire, Ario, or a lot of times it would be George. Everybody, have you heard? Have you been the game? Dude, so that we he'd drive around so the Bobby Battlehawks and fucking tune, it, boy. And turn it up. And a lot of when he got a CD player was a change in our family's existence. <laughs> and he Hell bought yeah. All Things Must Pass. Um it's got some great songs on it. And I'm sure it's probably deeper. That's an album I need to probably listen to the whole thing again uh, with the understanding and the I have now. Wilburys. Oh yeah, I, I've heard a couple traveling Wilbury songs though, where I'm like, "What the fuck? Yeah, these guys did this." It's like, "Hey, we're down at the traps and we are all lifting some hay," and I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this?" <laughs> it really it blew me away. I was listening to a radio station when we were going camping, and yeah, I'll listen to those country stations sure. out there, and I could tell it was the traveling Wilburys, and I'm like, "What the? This is no wonder they kept this a secret from me because I didn't find out to the." about them yeah. to like later i was like but these guys all had a fucking super band they put together jeff lynn george Dude, harrison tom bob petty. dylan tom petty roy orbison jesus yeah and there was a song that was like yoigas boigas hey there gal and i'm like what the fuck dude the craziest thing about that is is like the one that i would think the uh i shouldn't say the least of but the one i wouldn't think of the most as like just killing it and that is roy orbison, orbison. And his voice is dude butter. butter, dude. He's great. I was oh just thinking that. I God, was like, his voice is I would have never butter. said him out nope. of any of them. Nope. Uh, and at but, the end of the line, that that's yeah, awesome. they that's got his guitar it. fucking rocking yeah. in his chair as they're all singing. It's pretty great, man. The end of the line. Um, number four. Number four for me. This takes me back to my roots, and it was actually a challenge between two songs. That one was my favorite song for shit six seven straight years and the other one really took me through that college era again um i told you about my experience with the queeves experience with mescaline oh shit it's 15 years ago whatever yeah you're good uh, <laughs> i forget how old i was 18 fucking years ago um but thuggish ruggish bone 
got played on repeat. That was like He's Gangster's Paradise. Like, thug, but Thuggish Ruggish Moan is from fuck fourth grade Steve to seventh grade Steve. That was a jam. Thought he was the hardest dude around. Like, not the hardest kid, but where I grew up on the streets, that's the music we listened to. We had little scraps. Like, it was a little rough and tumble neighborhood. I knew the fucking county kids were scared of us, which I was like, what the fuck? Like, figuring all that out. I'm like, but they're like, Jesus Christ, this is where you people live? My Lord. <laughs> and I was together, like, huh? Folks. You know, they're like, we're not taking the fucking train tracks. And I was like, yeah, you will take the fucking train tracks. I changed it away from Rio. There are no other things there that are well, from Morning. supposed to be that one. The re- oh, well, I know we weren't really talking about it, though. Oh, okay, we're talking about right. rock and roll? Yeah. Yeah, do that. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> so, if it wasn't Thuggish Ruggish Bone, if it wasn't Gangster's Paradise, there's one song I can still go back to, and I'll play. I've played it from the day I've heard it. <clears throat> I put it on today. I still like it as much. And to me, that's a fucking tune. That's a tune. No doubt. And it is... When I was just a little baby boy, my mama used to tell me these crazy things. She used to tell me my daddy was an evil man. She used to tell me he hated me. Then I got a little bit older and I realized she was the crazy one. But there's nothing I can do or say to try to change it because that's just the way she was. And I'm like, I can't believe I remember that song. I'm going to kill you. Fucking Slim Shady. Fucking Eminem. Kill you. Shady will fucking kill you. Like... It was just, I didn't have the worst fucking home life at all. But that was just your jam. But that shit was like speaking to me. I'm like, yeah, man, let me exaggerate my life for a moment to its fullest extent. That's heavy. And dude, one time, like when I was going at my hardest, like fucking just living in a fucking world of my own shit. Um, Actually, I, I, I wasn't quite there yet. Um, but just fucking, you know, going through a phase of drinking hard and sure. partying hard yep. and trying to be trying to prove something to myself amongst my peers, you know, that kind of shit. Like, oh, I'll smoke the most, drink the most. I'm, I'm this size and I'll fucking punk everybody out with all this shit. OK. And then I'll be dying somewhere, you know. Sure. Oh, I had a real chip on my shoulder for a while. Instead of concentrating on like, dude, you're funny. Like, why are you trying to be this? Thing trying to be a tough guy. <clears throat> we're at a party and this dude's smoking weed up top and this is still at a time we're at a party people are like you gotta get that shit out of my house dude well he was on their back deck so all these fuckers from DeSmet are fucking up there and it was fucking a party Spartans, from a guy we worked with so it was like seven work people and then like 30 DeSmet guys who all came together and I'm like that sounds about right <clears throat> so they're upstairs and this dude's kind of what you would what we consider a geek in the 90s, you know, like, uh, hey, glasses. Sure. And, and he's up there smoking weed by himself on the back deck, wanting to be away from everybody. They come out of the kitchen all amped up uh, on cigars, and they come out, and they fucking... <clears throat> we're smoking underneath the, the, the balcony. We don't even really know what's going on on the deck. We're smoking underneath the deck. This kid's smoking up there. We hear a, a skirmish go on. He's, like, yelling at him. Uh, who smokes shit around here? And the dude who's throwing the party's nice as hell. He's trying to keep these guys happy. He's trying to keep these guys happy. Sure. But obviously, he's invited the cool guys to the party, and they're fucking like, yeah, man, fuck you, fuck this dude. So he's like, all right, I'll quit smoking. And he's like, no, that ain't good enough. Fuck, fuck you and fuck your pipe. Takes his pipe, 
and throws it in this dude's back deck. It was Woods back there. The fuck? So he fucking throws his pipe. Dickhead. And I'm under I'm under the fucking deck stewing. You know, I mean, I had already been punked out at the fucking rollercade once. I wanted to fucking not, redeem myself. It, it shan't needed, happen again. <laughs> it shan't happen again. It's my second chance. So I'm with this one other dude, and uh, the other people at from the our work are girls that are there. So and then they're fucking. I would had my money on some of the girls that fucking worked at Veta, like those fucking athletes. Um, so we're fucking. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go up there and fucking say stuff because I think they're gonna fucking actually beat him up now, like. They've taken it to the point where they've thrown his pipe, and he's like, guys, you shouldn't have done. Like, oh, <coughs> that was rude. You know, he's just that guy. He doesn't really care. He really didn't care about getting punched in the face. He's just like, man, that's stupid. So I go up there, and I'm like, why don't you guys fucking leave him alone? You know, come down here with us. And he's like, oh, yeah, fuck you. You know, F word. I'm sure that was getting thrown around 300 times at the time. You know, like, that's just what it was. And I'm like, okay, yeah, fuck you. So they start following me down the steps. Well, some were actually on the <laughs> steps by this point. So I'm like, man, fuck you. Why you didn't have to throw his fucking pipe in the woods? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm still kind of like, we could all smoke that together. You know what I mean? Like, hey, fucking let's all chill out. And they're like, I don't fucking do weed. One of those dudes. And one alpha out of all of them who's like, fuck you. So I'm walking down the steps with this dude, and he, he's actually bigger than me, <clears throat> this nerdy kid or whatever, but I know he's fucking, like, pacifist to his core. Sure. So we're walking down the steps, and one of the dudes on the steps is with a fucking uh, cigar, so, and he goes, and blows it right in my face. And I'm like, well, in my head, I'm like, oh, oh. I fucking busted his teeth out. I was like, oh, okay. And we're about uh, three quarters of the way up the steps. They're kind of crowding us now in both directions. And we're trying to get, you know, typical South County house, just go down the back deck, and then you're in the backyard, whatever, you know, big, about as big as this area right here. So we're walking down. So I'm like, oh, do I smash this guy right now? Like, we're in such a bad position. So I take him, and I'm just going to push him over the part from the deck to the thing. Enjoy never walking again, <clears throat> I was like, I'm just gonna, you're, that was the dumbest thing you could have done. You got a cigar in your hand. Yeah, yeah. So I fucking, I just grab him and I'm like leaning him over. Who the fuck am I? I don't act Good like this you. ever. Good for <clears throat> you. But I'm leaning him over the fucking thing. So now they all come barreling down, right? They push us. We go down the steps together. The other dude who's like, was smoking the weed, he's like, all right, guys, I'm going to see you guys later. Because I remember like, where did he go at the end of all this? Like, he just fucking left. So anyway, we go tumbling down the stairs, and now they're fucking coming down, and they're fucking circling me. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I look at my buddy, and he's like, okay. You know, like, he's like, he's got my back, but he's like, we're going to get fucking destroyed. There's 16 dudes here this fucking staring at us. got to bring the madman This out. 100%. So I couldn't see a way to even escape. They were down the steps, and out of this guy's backyard, they were already funneling down a this A real way. kung fu hustle situation. And I remember I was cutting blunts earlier open in the night, and I'm like, So you got a knife on you. I was like, whew. This is a fucking decision it's you a gotta play. be prepared to make. And in my head, I go, I'm gonna fucking bust this knife out and go full madman. And then, because they don't know who the fuck I am, they all know each other, but they go to Desmet. Odds are they've never seen a guy pull a fucking knife on someone before. Back I've back. seen it before. I've you know what I mean? Like, often. I've watched, I've had it happen to me I numerous watch it times. online all the time. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, but if they start charging you, throw the knife into the woods. I'm not getting stabbed with my own knife. So I have this all racing through my fucking head, dude. And um, so I, I fucking pull out this little fucking blade. And I'm like, who's the first motherfucker who's getting stabbed? Good for Just you. The, and the, 
all of them are like, nope. Nope. <laughs> That's not nope. the fight I signed up for. Immediately, the dude who blew the smoke, all those dudes were like, not today. Not, I'm in a fucking collared shirt and, and dockers. Like, I got fucking, I don't want to get blood. You, so I'm like, who? I, I went full, full madman. You know Answer me. me. Are you, well, the one dude who was like the alpha upstairs, he's like, stab me, motherfucker. And rips off his shirt and is kind of doing one of these. Kind of doing one of these, right like, femoral artery. And I'm like, oh, this dude's so dumb. He wants, like, he's going to prove a point yep. that he can stabbed. be stabbed. What is this dude doing? So I'm like, okay, okay. I'm screaming, dude. Everyone's like, Jesus That's when you go full Christ. sprint at that cocksucker, oh, like dude. Achilles. Well, I'm in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, a little juke. Little juke stab him right in the fucking neck. Like, <laughs> yes. Boagri. Boagri. Is there no one else? Is there no one else? I'm going to get back to this pussy in my tent. I'll so I go, uh, I don't really know what my next play is. The dude who's throwing the party is 6'6", six, six, fucking big old dude. As I'm screaming, he comes up and goes, whoop, and just picks me up and walks me through him and takes me out. And he's like, dude, what the fuck were you thinking dude meanwhile i'm waiting for the whole party to come after me now because he's just walked me out the back door and i'm like oh they're gonna fucking obviously filter out i better get the fuck out of here no one came out of the back of the party they were all like nah i'm good i'm good on that and the dude's like what the fuck was that and i'm like i had to i didn't know what my other options were i'm sorry for ruining your party like i was but i was like they were dickheads that guy threw his pipe off he's like i know it's fucking he was sweetheart about it a whole good deal but then all the chicks from my work were like god Damn, mother. You? You? Scuba you wielded, Steve? You wielded a blade? Scuba Steve's got a little fucking dark side to him. Good for you, bud. Good for you. It was it was a fucking nice little time. Shall I'm going to kill you. The song I played all the way up to that party. Was kill you. Was I'm just a little baby boy and mama used to. T-. So in my head. You as, were already a killer. You know, me, myself, and Irene, when the drums are when he changes into that guy, I was hearing kill you. And I'm like, motherfucker don't know that I'm, I am, I remember being from the streets. I'm not really from the streets anymore. I go to CBC. I've lost a lot of that, but I do know that sometimes putting on a show, sometimes you will check all these motherfuckers. And it was so, dude, not they to were, mention you get to experience the awesome feeling of plunging. Dude, cold steel into fucking soft, fluffy It was a, gray, it was a gray blade. I'll never forget it. I remember I, that I could pick the knife out of a fucking lineup, and it wasn't even my knife. I remember I borrowed it from somebody. But seeing the looks on their faces from being like, we're going to beat the shit out of this dude, <clears throat> to me going, who's the first fucking guy to get stabbed? That's right, Jack. They were all like, um, who... Do you want to jump in first, or should we all go at the same time? And then I could see their wheels turning at that point, like, ah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 this gonna, one's not for I'm me. I'm not going to do it. Uh, my, uh, my fifth one, bud, is... Uh, that makes me hard, picking that one. I like it. I like it. My fifth uh, song is by a band that I... I <coughs> if you ask me tomorrow... Drug Ballad is great. If you ask me tomorrow... It'll probably be a different song that mm-hmm. I love of theirs. There have been, they've written, I mean, honestly, if we're talking about bands that have the most songs that I am in love with, yeah, it's the Avid, Avid. Brothers. 
Uh, and I found them at a fucking magical time in my life. Uh, and they've really have been the soundtrack from for some very significant moments of my life for the last, you know, 12 years, 10, 11 years. Uh, I've seen them live on multiple occasions. I could give you 15 songs right now that, that you could all put in this spot. I could have filled my entire top five with, with their songs. But this particular song always... It's all, it, it, the first time I heard it, it moved me. It's now kind of become a bit of an anthem for our group yeah. that we sing at all of our parties. Uh, it's one where people have come up to us afterwards and they're like, what? Every time we do it, they'll be like, what was that song again? Like, <laughs> it's a song that I, I, I believe, right? Like, it's what I do every Dude. day is I come up here and I fucking talk. It was the end song of the show. Did we try to use it as the end song of the show? It was thing? the end song of the show when we were still on 920. Uh, so that's where I'm... It, it's been with us. It's been with Hoosier Sophisticate all along. It's a song that has always meant the world to me. And it's a song I also believe, you know? Uh, what I do every day is I come up here and I give my opinions on stuff. And I try to make people laugh. And I'm just observing what it is that we're all doing. And ain't it like most people? I'm no different. We love to talk on things we don't know about. So that's kind of the deal. <laughs> I don't know shit. I just know that we're here and we're trying to make the most sense of this as I can. So let's talk about it. Uh, 10,000 words by the Avid Brothers is my uh, rounds out my top five. That's a fucking phenomenal song, dude. It's a great tune. And it's simple as can be. They just play it in a little different like cadence and the way they do the runs with the chords. One of the most beautiful things. I could pick five or six Avid Brothers songs. Uh, no Hard very, Feelings, very, The very Ballad real. of Love and I sang, Hate. I sang No Hard Feelings at my grandmother's funeral, man. Like, how did you do that? That, that was that was, uh, that was how I wrapped up a eulogy. Like, that's what I'm saying. Significant moments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Murder in the City was there. Oh, me and my Murder pop. You know, that was my city, introduction God. to them was Murder in the City. Uh, like, Mine was Kick Drum. Kick Drum Hearts a fucking yeah. a, a great tune. I mean, I could go on forever. And, and the funny thing is, is like, as you know, as they've gained popularity, and this is kind of the, the case, like when people come to them now, they have an idea, like a song like "Ain't No Man" is the Avid Brothers, and I guess it is, but like it, 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 that song is probably the most simplistic song that they've made. It's great; it goes. There's very little instrumental, yeah. You know, anything there. They like, do everything well. They do everything. Everything well. they do, yep. they do well. But more than anything, they they write a fucking lyric that I mean. Their songs could go down in history Dude. as the greatest poetry. Uh, on, I mean, they're just constantly fucking using metaphor Dude. for life, especially for guys that have never used anything more than a can of Budweiser. Like, they've never... Can you imagine what would happen if Scott and Seth Avitt ate a fistful of mushrooms? Jesus Christ. Like, knows? what in the fuck would they come who out of there? When they talked to Pete Holmes on his podcast, he was blown away. Yeah. That, like, he's like, some of the, he, are you write the most psychedelic lyrics out there. And you've never, been like, no, no. You still get there in different ways. You can ways. get there in different yeah. I think they get there through music. Yeah. But, man, so many, so many unbelievable songs. Weight of Lies. Dude, I, I mean, just love some of the songs. True uh, Sadness came out when I was going through a, really hard breakup and like that's yeah. was as it documented basically Seth's breakup and I'm like oh, hmm. okay yeah just write all of my feelings on paper that would be great you know all it'll take is just one moment and 
We can say goodbye to how we had it landed. I fucking love those dudes, man. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's my pick. And I could have picked 15 of them, but like I said, like that's one that I feel like has uh, attached itself sure. to this family that we co-created here. And uh, I think it's a little bit of an anthem, you know? I uh, I love that. I love that pick. And you're making me rethink my last pick a little bit here on the fly. Because, you know, it's so hard to pick. I, I could, I'll five. give you five different ones tomorrow. Because <laughs> the Lumineers, my, probably right up there with Sublime is my favorite band. Yep. Fun, also up there. Yep. 21 Pilots, pretty close up there. Um, Lumineers, I think it's a, a multitude of songs for them, though. I don't know if there's one... Because, like, Hey Ho was my first one, sure. but I think that's probably their, the not, le- right, like it's their my least, least favorite right, song right, right. of theirs. I mean, it's good. That's but, what I meant with the Avits. Any, yeah. any Avits song you've heard on the radio is probably, I yeah. love them. They're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm like, at. They don't crack my that's top dozen, you know. And I don't want to add something to, uh, I don't care. I'm going to pick it anyway. But another one that I had considered is also, that's become an anthem, same lines as what you were thinking is uh, Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's by Elton John. Just getting together with the people and singing that. Like, I, now I know. Like, that folk, that, that piano right there is one Spanish. of the, gra- <laughs> the greatest little... <coughs> doom, doom, doom. Just pretty words to say. It's a great... Dude, dude. and, and like, it's... It, 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 that song won me over in Almost Famous. Like, uh, that, that's... Is it in Almost yeah, Famous? Oh, yeah, yeah. And like it, that's the dude when he when he's when they're she's in New York or whatever going to find Russell and you know it's yeah it's, it's fun. I need to rewatch that movie. Dude. You definitely need to rewatch yeah. that movie. It's one of the fucking. I've great seen movies. it two or three times. Oh, I've and seen I, it. And I kind of remember 20 it twenty times. Yeah, it's really. Fun. It's it's you you. I think you would really appreciate. Okay, it. Yeah, yeah, I will do that. I will actually do that because that's a fun Let's thing do to together. do. Let's fucking get Let's, do it Let's do it together. <laughs> okay, but my final fifth pick which I think surmises me, who I am, encompasses kind of what I kind of think I believe in at this point. And it used to be the theme, the end song to the original show is Watching the Wheels Go Round by... uh, Yes, sir, John uh, Lennon. John Lennon. And I'm just sitting here watching the wheels go round. Uh, That's how I knew we were supposed to fucking... We were supposed to riff, man. Is because... People say When I first listened to... Uh, your show before going on, uh, that song was what closed it up, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's yeah, a great way to end. Yeah, show we're supposed too. to be fucking riffing, bud. Do, 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 do. It's so great. Dun, do. <laughs> and then the whole thing is like, uh, people and they look at me as if I'm kind of strange, as if I've lost my mind. Like all these metaphors, like they they fucking think you're nuts, dude. Yep. And then I say, I'm sorry, boy, I'm just sitting here doing time. You know, like, oh, fuck, I'm just, I'm here, baby. I'm just sitting here watching the wheels go round and round. That's what we're doing. I love right? watch and roll. And, and uh, people call it woke now, but there's always been people that have been able to take a step back from the world that we're all living in. He's calling again. From the world we're all living in. And, uh. Is he on there? Oh, maybe not. Uh, it's a good transition time. Yeah, it's a perfect transition time. You uh, that when when I heard that was the end song to We're your show, and I'm minutes. like, I'm pretty fucking yeah. juiced about uh, 
about doing some work with you, pal. You want to be on air? Sure. Eric? Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Jason Long, the owner and operator of Sweet Leaf Emporiums, the guy who has made our dreams come true. We got him live on the line here. Jason, how you doing this morning, bud? Good morning. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Jason. Uh, how are you guys? I'm fucking shitting in tall cotton, bud. All right. All right. That's that's. I'm going to digest that for a little bit and come back to you on that one. Okay, so, yeah. How's it going? What's great. New? Great What's stuff. This well, we just got over our top five favorite songs ever. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Yeah. Can you name maybe your top three real quick? My top one is Chuck Mangione. And it's, uh, uh, it's my favorite song on the whole planet. Uh, and you can't uh, remember the name of it. I'm, I'm terrible at that. Don't say that. Feels so good. Feels so good. That's the one. And if you hear it, you'll be like, oh my God, this song is great. What's and song? Is, for and, and oh, look at that guy. Musician. Look at that fucking, look at Chuck Mangione, dude. Yeah, that's the one. He's a bad mother. I remember hearing that song on like KZK when I was a kid. <laughs> and it really did force me to become a musician. I loved all the jazz sounds in it, the guitar, the, the drum, the bass, everything was just amazing. Cool. One of the best tunes I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Well, we're gonna jam. Gonna, that's gonna, gonna, gonna be our Instagram fucking uh, jam of the day no. today, bud. It's, it's a good tune. So oh, smoke. Got a great beat to it. What's up with anyway, you? What's going on in Farmington? Uh, well, we uh, we've been trying to dig into some stuff and some truth instead of a bunch of hearsay. So what do you a got? A bit of truth for you. I want to make sure that we are all clear that there, for some reason, when you talk to a lot of people at upper levels about cannabis and medical medical cards and all that stuff. They seem to have this notion that you're only allowed two patients per grow. And I'm here to tell you flat out, without a doubt, you're allowed up to three patients per grow. No matter what anybody says, you are allowed up to three patients per grow per room. So you can have as many rooms as you want on a facility. Of course, they're going to argue it. But for each room that's locked with that particular grow, you're allowed up to three patients. That's, that's it. I already did it. We're in it. I'm doing it. It's done. There's no, there's no, well, you can only have two. I, I, I don't know why there's that confusion. I don't know why it keeps getting put out there that way, but there is definitely an option for a third person in that grow. And we did it. Although it cost me four cultivation licenses in order to do it. I don't know how that occurred. But Three people need four cultivation licenses? I had to, I had to, we had to do four cultivation licenses. That means that there are four payments of $100 a piece for all of this, just to have three people in the same room. Now, this is going through the through the, the medic, uh, through the DHSS and comply on all that crap, and whoever can develop that really uh, needs to be sat down. Anyway, Christ. but whatever the case may be. So, yes, in, in the end, I paid for four cultivations, we paid for three patient licenses, and we paid for one caregiver license, because that's the key in order to get the third party involved. But, it, but, that, but that's what happens. So you're looking at somewhere around, I don't even know the number, but I can, that's not important. But you get what I'm saying. But without a doubt, no matter what anybody says, no matter, no, no matter who they are, the law and everything laying out says that the maximum amount of people in a row is three. Okay. Well, shit. Not two. So, and, I, and, I, and I'm doing it. I've done it. It's done. So we are solid with that. They're all allowed to see each other's candidates. They're all allowed to be a part of everything. They're all allowed to be a part of the grow. There is no segregation per that grow. Everybody's allowed to be actively involved when they, if they're in that cultivation and they have that. Perfect. That so, yeah, I want to clarify that. I want to do the best I can to clarify a couple other things over the next couple of weeks because there's a lot of confusion 
I don't even know why. With all the money being poured into it, you'd think this would be very simple. They need, to, they need to make it real simple on people. You get a fucking card, you can grow. I don't care who fucking sees it, who doesn't. That's like right. It's a fucking medicine. I'm trying to do my best. Now with growing myself, I've learned that growers love to grow and they grow great medicine. And if you take the fucking shackles off these people, then you're, you're going to see an uptick. Why mess with a market that's already f been around for a long time underneath your nose and now you want a part of it and you're going to change it let them yeah. do what they do yeah that's it you want to grab a whole new market of dum-dums that didn't want to get involved before that's fine go ahead but for the rest of us we've been doing this for so long yep, leave us alone life is based around this i need to be left alone and, and that's right and, and you know i i don't think that um I don't think that a lot of people talk about this because everybody's scared. You can see all the big players. They're scared. There's not one big player that will come out and say all this stuff to me or to you or call anybody out. But the truth of the matter is, is that they're doing that because they're not really educated. They're not really intelligent when it comes to some of this. Not all. Not all. Don't get it wrong. But there's a good, good, solid group of people that have been leading the way that just don't seem to understand what cannabis is, where it's been, why it's been used, and why it's still here. But the black market and, and that whole culture underground is the only reason this is legal in the first place. The only reason. If no it wasn't doubt. for all of us, if it wasn't for all of us, you, me, and every other person that's ever, ever, ever taken the time to actually say, you know what, I don't believe this shit. I'm going to actually. If we didn't do that, there wouldn't be anything here. There wouldn't be nothing. I'm saying we might have had eradication of, of cannabis across the United States if we didn't have that actual market that exists. So to say it doesn't exist is a fucking lie. There is no question about that. It really is alive, and it really is taken. And the other part is this whole offensiveness about medical use. I mean, I just became a caregiver, a medical caregiver. How does somebody like me become a medical caregiver for anybody? I have no credentials to do so, none whatsoever. It's offensive to even talk this way. I, I don't understand how you can do that. It shouldn't be that way. I should need all kinds of, uh, of, of medical education in order to even be allowed to caregive for a patient to grow their medicine for them that doesn't make any sense no the given unless, the give and take between bullshit. no yeah no the give and take between where they draw the lines on well 14 inches is the plant and six yeah. plants is the thing and this is medicine and this if this was all rec i would be having an entirely different conversation totally. but if people oh, care about medicine they're gonna make it as easy as humanly possible that's to right. grow cannabis for right. everyone who fucking needs it and that's that right. would be their their main goal because the government who's had a better watchful eye on the cannabis industry than the fucking government like give us a break let us do what we fucking do jump you got to buy four fucking cultivation licenses for three people that's dumb as shit i don't even know if that's the real but that's the only way it would process it uh, and to be quite frank i can tell you without a doubt i see all these humps and bumps and these walls and these fences and all this stuff i see them as, as deliberately deliberate roadblocks to stop people from actually taking care of themselves so that we can harness this and actually make some money off of it yeah, that's you know, what, oh, you're never gonna know. I mean, I mean, really, does a bud tender actually have a a, a degree in buds? Does it actually know exactly? Does that Maybe bud tender actually them, know? No. Maybe a couple, sure, but yeah. it's not mandatory by any fucking means. And no. that's a problem when you're talking about medical and there's no mandatory for all this crap. What the fuck? 
It's a veil. It's a veil it's, that is. It's a pile of bullshit. That's a way to fucking harness money and get it in their pockets. Yep. I, I get it. And, and, but that's, that's how I see it. And that's how I will always move forward with this. That's how we got to grow it home. That's why we got to grow. If I'm seeing it that way, then to fuck with it. I'll nope. go another route. It's but awesome. Anyway. Thank you for the knowledge, apologize. dude. Oh, I don't know that it's even not. It shouldn't be. It should already be on that website. No. Nope. It should be just a little yep. description that says, we are sorry. But in all actuality, it's just the opposite. If you go on DHSS's website, it says you can only have two. It makes it very hard to find out the reality of it because of emergency rules and emergency bullshit. Yep. Should be a lot simpler, man. It should, it's going to be. All right, brother. Have a nice day, Steve. You guys be safe. Love See you, bud. Bye. Love you. All right. Get him, Jason. He's all fired up. Listen, we got a few more minutes here. Oh, we do. Son of a bitch. We bastard. have a movie. Hey, we, we did hit 100 messages. Yeah. One yet, I think. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know. Three minute long song. We could do it the whole. We could do it the whole rest of the way if we wanted to, bud. Could do it all on We have a love for a movie. Uh, <laughs> a movie. A movie. Uh, God, I hate when Bundren's face pops up. Do you hate it? It's tough. I just want to <laughs> kiss it. You did that. I just want to. He kiss just wants it. to hear from him in the middle of the night. The creep. Can they even read that? Yeah, they can at home. Can they? Sure. Let's see. <clears throat> Steve-O. Yeah? Heavyweights was uh, it's kind of, of a the movie greatest about of all fat time. camp, right? Bunch of little husky kids going to get fit at a little uh, getaway. Uh, Jerry is not looking forward to his summer vacation since he'll be spending it at a camp for overweight boys in order to shed pounds. Fortunately, a kindly couple, the Bushkins, Jerry Stiller and Ann Mira, run the camp, and make the process fun and relaxed. However, they're soon forced to declare bankruptcy and sell the camp to Tony Perkis, played by Ben Stiller, <laughs> a fitness fanatic who turns the camp into a living nightmare of over-the-top training, but the kids plan to fight back. It's rated PG. Uh, took in $17.7 million at the box office. Not bad. Not bad in 95. Not bad in 95. Um, Steve, what would you think that, I mean, judging on how this movie's, what this movie is for you. Yeah, Jerry got hot, too. How do you think? Dang, dude. Yeah, you should see his buff pick. He is brooding. (laughs) Jerry got hot. Holy shit, he almost looks like Thor. Um, (laughs) if you had to guess what the score was by critics, what would you, what do you think they gave it? 91. All right. Um... You'll be surprised to know that it's 29%. No. 29%. 29%. That's the tomato meter. Uh, While audiences saw it as a 77. Okay. Yeah, and that's 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 right. But but critics, no. So I figured, you know, in the same vein we read about the goofy movie, we're gonna we're gonna see who these people are, who these seven People that threw tomatoes at the movie, are and we're gonna we're gonna have a little we're gonna have a little chat with uh let's see here, James Platt, 
Jesus. Maybe, maybe we'll just read the shorter Jesus. version. Jesus. Read his bottom line. He had one of those He gave it a six. James though. Plath gives it a six out of ten from Movie Metropolis. A throwback to the early Disney live action films that coasted on their premises and were content or were content to pr- provide lightweight entertainment and nothing more. Lightweight entertainment. It's, it's called, called heavyweight. Heavy you clown dick. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Clown. I'm fight this you fucking idiot. James Platt. I hope he fucking you. dies today. <laughs> I'm joking. I hope he's yeah, 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 he's fine. Uh, lightweight entertainment. Go Full review. Story. It's yeah, a go, long no, one. No, I just want to show you something i got right here um go down bottom bottom line bottom line the bottom line of his uh fucking (laughs) dissertation (laughs) on heavyweights though the bonus features say heavyweights has become a cult classic i'm not sure how big that cult is Oh, it's right here it's two people (laughs) but i will say that if i were locked in a room and forced to watch one kids at camp film over and over again what I'd pick heavyweights over meatballs quicker than you can say infomercial. What's wrong with this? There guy? are more laughs, and the characters are low maintenance. The kind I'd like to have a beer with when they grow up. I'm just surprised that Apatow couldn't convince Disney to release this in two versions: theatrical and director's cut. Given all the Judd Apatow fucking yeah. direct heavyweights, I guess, I guess so. What? So uh, that's a mind blower, dude. What's he talking about with having beers with these kids? He said when they and grow, being but locked it's, in a it's... room. He he wants to be locked in a room and forced to watch one camp movie for the rest of his life. What kind of fucking situation is that? That's not a situation people find themselves in. I don't know what he's talking about, James Plath. Where's he coming up with this? These people are fucking assholes. Uh, this guy, Emmanuel Levy, uh, from EmmanuelLevy.com, sounds legit. Uh, Bullshit. His quote is not even available, but he gave it two, two out, of out of five. five. And this guy looks five. like an absolute asshole. Oh, my God. Nice, thick, black mustache and the whitest beard of all time. The whitest, bald, stupid head I've oh, ever seen. No. Yeah, I'm calling it out. Oh. It doesn't match his mustache, no. bud. All right, Martin Scribbs from Low IQ Canadian. Uh, I think he's just saying he's a low IQ Canadian. Uh, the first American movie to explore the link between processed cheese and the need for love. A Hamburglar joint. What does that mean? I think this uh, I think this guy wants a Donnybrook, bud. Why are all these quotes not available anymore? Well, because they're asshole. Go to, yeah, go to Rot. I think it's just going to be those, right? Yeah. Yep, no doubt. I, uh, Allison Moore, what did you give it? <laughs> Two out of five. What'd she say? All right. He ain't heavy. He's my bunk mate. Could be the theme song for Stephen Brill's directorial debut, Heavyweights. A film about a camp for overweight, weight-challenged boys. Predictably upbeat as a Disney product, Heavyweight does offer some entertaining dialogue and a few fun performances, such as Ben Stiller's Tony Perkis. The fanatical dictator who takes control of Camp Hope after the former owners, Harry and Alice Bushkin, file for bankruptcy. The story begins on... Come on, lady. Come on, lady. (laughs) It's a Disney picture, so it's got to have a message, or Walt would be spinning in his iced grave. The movie stays neutral concerning the weight debate. (laughs) Conveniently sidestepping any condemnation of being overweight. 
Instead, it focuses on healthful moderation. Heavyweights extols the virtues of a sound weight loss plan that includes nutritious foods, moderate exercise, and above all, a healthy dose of confidence in one's own talents. Jerry develops these skills, although not without suffering. In One Letter Home, he describes camp as intolerable. Someone once said, war is hell. They've never been to fat camp. Watching heavyweights isn't as bad as either war or fat camp, but it's few bits of truly comic dialogue, courtesy of co-writers Brill and Judd Apatow, and inspired acting aren't enough to save the film from its syrupy and predictable theme. I feel like... This gal missed the entire fucking point of she the did. movie. She's like, she thought this was gonna be a nutrition documentary. What did she think? What the fuck are you watching? I, okay, and here's what this person says. I was born in the early 80s and always loved a good camp movie growing up. My son loved one of my childhood favorites, Camp Nowhere, which is my it's my jam, Camp Nowhere. And I vaguely remembered heavyweights from my childhood as well, so I didn't hesitate to purchase. Well, I was pretty disappointed and uncomfortable when watching this with him as it basically is adults and other children bullying overweight kids the entire movie. Not for me. You're better off with Camp Nowhere. Okay, but that's the point. The bullies are assholes. The bullies are assholes. Yeah. You're the not supposed to guys, like every the person. Good in the good guys movie. fucking win. Yeah, it's fine. The good guys win, bud. They win, and that fucking Canadian wants to fucking snipe Americans on their love of processed cheese. I'll pull your shirt over your head and punch you right <laughs> in your mouth. Alphonse Elric says, "Would give it zero stars if I could." Alphonse, <laughs> your name is missing the O. Okay, and you're, that's why that's why you couldn't give it. You're you're an idiot. I would give it zero stars if I could. It arrived, and I got excited because it's one of my favorite movies. Opened it up, and the DVD was warped. So, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a different okay, so deal okay. You need to apologize, Alphonse. Yeah, he loves this so movie. Good. It's one of his favorite movies still. <laughs> He's mad about the <laughs> warped. The well, I mean, have a little respect oh, for the movie. Oh, fuck. Have a little respect great. for the movie. And you'll be, uh, you'll be uh, surprised, maybe, to find out that most of these um, are... Here we go. Secrets from the set. I was in this film. I worked for several days on location. Liar. And had some high hopes for the whole production, but it felt it fell short upon seeing it. Also, the experience of seeing it up close made me an made me anti Ben Stiller for many years to follow. Here is why. Oh, this is juicy. What is this on? <laughs> it's on Amazon. Amazon. Oh, dang. This film started production the week following Reality Bites being the number one movie. Stiller directed Reality Bites, which became a runaway hit for himself, Ethan Hawke, and Winona Ryder. I guess the success, his major film success after moving from TV, went to his head quickly. He seemed annoyed to have to fulfill a previously signed contract to do this movie, and he comported himself in a very 
comported himself in a very unprofessional and obnoxious manner the entire time. He's kind of played an asshole. Maybe it was method acting. That's what I'm thinking. In one scene we shot, in particular, he would mock and make fun of the film's director in front of the cast and crew. Ooh, that's hot. He would refuse that to take direction hot. and would make negative comments about the film, the script, like, this is so fucking stupid, I'd rather be fucking dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> and others involved. Dude, this like <laughs> you could tell that he thought he was far better. <laughs> Then everyone there and the product itself. Seeing this turned me off on Stiller for a long time, and I boycotted his movies for many years. Boycotted his movies. Why emphasis on that? Boycotted his Rather than being happy and gracious with his newfound success, he was obnoxious and arrogant. This guy really but doesn't like... what about mind. the movie? <laughs> the crew and much of the cast detested him and loathed working with him. I know. I talked to people. The director was simply stuck trying to make the best of it. It was the most unprofessional behavior I've ever witnessed of all time in any film ever in any of the film productions I've ever been a part of. Jesus. Well, how many fucking put your name on it? How many productions have you been a part of? By contrast, he's going to tell you. I worked with James Garner, Jack Lemmon, Dan Aykroyd. And a year later, they were both great, gracious professionals putting Stiller's antics into perspective for me the kids and supporting cast were complete dickheads too (laughs) some of them were very enjoyable to be around what could have been a great experience was tainted i tried to give the movie a fair shake upon seeing it here we go they were clearly wanting to try to capitalize off that mighty duck success oh Oh, with this film, but it lacks some substance and heart. And honestly, I think it was because of the onset attitudes. Just my two cents from firsthand experience. Put your name on it. What's your name, bud? His name is Upstage. Upstage, huh? Mm-hmm. Upstage has a lot of time to write Amazon reviews about his uh, acting in in movies as an extra. Got some time. Got a lot of time. He was he got a deep scoop being an extra on the set. Deep fucking scoop. I don't know, man. Woo! I don't know, man. Uh, we did it. I think we did it, man. Christ, I think we did it. Again. Yeah, we're over. Uh, it's been real. Uh, you want to do gone. the? Uh, I've just seen a face, or do you want to save that for tomorrow? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, we can do it. Let's do it. We said we're going to do it. Let's do it. going to do it? Say we're going to do it? Just do it, bud. Say we're going to do it. I don't know. That guitar might have froze up over fucking... Oh, shit. It's up. an ice box in here, guys. Why? It won't be whenever you come to yeah, you uh, uh, film your, your live Christmas no, we'll cards or your business commercial. Room. It will be very comfortable in here. Did you bring that heater today? I'm going to go back and get it. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah, you're going to go back and get it. Okay. Let's go, it says. I don't want to say thank you to you. I hate you. Uh, well, tell them about our fucking sponsors. I'm look I just like to look at you guys. Native hemp <laughs> extract. Uh, they got this new CBD, CBG oil, yeah. man. And with that code HOSO, you're going to get an extra $20 off. And what that's going to do is, is that's going to make your brain work at a level that will make you a little moist. Okay? I like that. 
It's gonna lube your brain up. It's gonna it's gonna get your brain all slippery, and you're gonna be operating like a well-oiled machine. Anyway, if you go to nativehempextract.com, you enter code HOSO, you'll get $20 off. And I love the product. I'm an absolute fan of what Dennis, of Dennis and Collard and what he do. Okay. Uh, Adam Bundra. You know what he wants to do? He's so cute. He's going to help you. He's going to help you find and buy your dream home, all while getting you top dollar for the home that you have right now. Or maybe you just need some investment properties. Maybe you're building your real estate empire. Let Adam Bundren assist you in the acquisition of your assets. Give him a call. Make sure you do it in the middle of the night. His, that's when his Talk voice about is Bo. Now his name's at the bottom. Okay, we got Bo, Grow Active Solutions. What he does is he helps you grow plants big and healthy. Big he was on Instagram with Steve last night. You should check it out. Bo know how to grow. Go check him out down on Hartford Street in Tower Grove South. Dude's awesome. James Carlton State Farm is fantastical. 314-961-4800. He's going to get you better insurance than you have right now. He's going to do it for less money. And if he can't, he's going to let you know, and he'll keep an eye on those rates to let you know when he can. The guy's customer service is unmatched. He's gorgeous. Uh, and if you don't get insurance from you, he's also man. a threat to cause physical harm. He's so a ruthless be murderer. careful. He's a ruthless murderer. Sweet Leaf Emporium now has two open locations, one in Farmington, Missouri, and now the newest location, which is also the home of the Mycelial Media Studios uh, in Festus, 1100 Shapiro Drive, Festus, Missouri, 63028. Okay, so why don't you come on in, get you a new... Twenty uh, percent off today. Pipe. You get any Hoosiers are going to come in and say, "Hey, I watched the show today. I want, I want twenty bucks." Herfy says, "Big roots, big fruits. Bo know how to grow." And uh, that's pretty much it, man. That's it. Come give some love we to all of our sponsors. We were too close to these, I think. Last come give us some love. Yeah, I'll be right back here. How about that? Well, maybe point it at your mouth. Nope, nope. I'm, okay. I'm pointing it right over here. There we go. <clears throat> Oh, do you want me to? Do you want me to play the? Guys, we love you. Oh, do you want to get the xylophone out? No, that's right. Well, I just seen a face I can't forget the time, place where we just met. You're just a girl for me, and I want all the world to see me, man. Had it been another day, I might have looked.
Cowabunga. Cowabunga.